We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This season, 25 home runs. And Dee Sclafani, we know he struggles with left-handed bats. 400 Woba, 261 ISO, and that lethal mix we love. Live ball rate, hard contact rate, both sitting right around 47 to 49% against lefties. Not good here. Stack this game up with Cole Calhoun playable in all formats tonight at $17. All right, let's round out our outfield here with more value with Fran Mel Reyes, just $11. So been very quiet since the trade with his new team. I think that all ends tonight. You know, that's the beer gut talking. You know, let's get into some numbers here. This guy has been a monster against right-handed pitching. 296 ISO. 364 weighted OBA. Don't forget, tied for third in all of baseball with 24 home runs against righties. They were behind names like Christian Yelich, Mike Trout leading the way, but tied with Cody Bellinger, Max Kepler, Doc Peterson, Jorge Soler. So in some rare air there, some great names. So it's only a matter of time before he gets it going. 51% hard contact rate against right-handed pitching. 117 high value hit rate a very big number and Mr. Urado righties have been knocking him around 374 Woba 225 ISO and a 41% hard contact rate we gave you the numbers I think Reyes takes Mr. Urado deep tonight gets things going here with a great buy low price at just $11 alright let's go to starting pitcher and spend some money on this one with Zach Wheeler $43 been very, very consistent. It's what I like. So in cash games, that's what you want. A nice floor. In tournaments, you're also going to see a ceiling here in a minute. But seven or more strikeouts now in five straight starts for Zach Wheeler. The ceiling we're talking about. Last matchup against Miami. 11 strikeouts good for 34 Yahoo points. We know Miami. Really a high strikeout team. Fifth highest strikeout rate against right-handed pitchers. And dead last in home runs. OPS. ISO, Woba, all bottom of the barrel in those categories against right-handed pitching. Zach Wheeler continues the run of strikeouts. Let's call a 10 strikeout game here for him tonight. $43, pay that price. Loving Zach Wheeler tonight at $43 against the Fish. All right, let's stay there with the Mets. We like the pitch, we also like some bats there. First base from Pete Alonso, $16. You guys know I love the buy low, and this is the lowest price we've gotten on him on Yahoo since late in May. And this guy, righty on righty, has been outstanding. I saw it almost 300 this season. What really jumped off the page here is the matchup with the pitches. Yamamoto really loves to use that fastball 50% of the time. That's his pitch to right-handed hitters. 404 ISO against the fastball. 
for Pete Alonso. Yamamoto, the surface numbers have been great. So people avoid him for that reason. Been very lucky as well. If you dig a little bit deeper, the Babip, very low for and welcome to the yahoo mlb show i'm your host travis mangone here with my buddy jordan that's blender hd how's it going over there my man hey it's the first show with mangone hey soccer's back buddy soccer's back on the weekend you're gonna be dipping your toes into that no i will not be dipping my toes in that i was just complaining i have a wedding to go to so uh, no soccer for me i will let you uh eat on some out there uh even though i played soccer once against you and I, I gave you a little run for your money but you had some guy that scored two goals and i got screwed over so so you think which do you think is more boring uh, soccer or that wedding you're going to oh man at least at least there's drinks being served at that uh at that wedding right and and they're free so i'm gonna go with the wedding over soccer man uh, what's worse soccer or preseason football i don't know man that, that that's definitely one i have to debate but uh football is back uh jordan i don't know if you played any yahoo best ball stuff or or anything like that, but we have it over here on Yahoo. Check it out. The promo code is Grinders30, and you get a $30 deposit bonus. So uh, jump on in there. You see it on my screen right here. If you want to check it out, it's on the starting lineups page. You can jump in on the Yahoo best balls. Uh, Jordan, how about preseason? Are you jumping in on that at least uh, coming up here on Thursday? Uh, I'm not that much of a degenerate. I, I, I always think that I'm going to, and then I'm going to see it's like a 12-game slate or something. Like It's going to be ridiculous, and it's like I don't even – I'm not in NFL mode yet. So it's like now I have to pick sports stringers or whatever. I know that there's an edge to it because uh, in the Discord, if you're a, pro, a Roto-Grinders uh, premium member, like sign up for the Discord. I mean, it's it's part of whatever. Just click on the link. Join the NFL chat. Uh, Jamino's posting a ton of links and tracking all the preseason beat reporters and everything. At least it makes it easier. I always think about like, okay, I'm going to dip my feet into there because uh, there's a whole bunch of people talking about it and it does all the information that I'll need. But it's still at the end of the day, I go, well, there's also an MLB slate tonight. And like I'm I've been in MLB mode for so long that really until NFL season stay well, until Saturday, this is my best ball. This is my best ball, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna taunt you until you take my head bags. Yeah, no, uh I, I definitely think the uh, you know, the um 
the what's it called the uh, best ball it's it's a fun format and everything like that but uh you know i'll be i'll be dipping in the preseason stuff uh jordan i don't know if you know did you play the nba summer league stuff going on already <laughs> I, played, I played nba summer league i grinded it out every day for the most part and listen like that was like just kind of a you know stepping up for preseason kind of thing that was like getting prepared for it so uh i'm prepped for all this crazy preseason stuff you talked about the awesome discord that we have if you guys haven't signed up and you're doing you know nfl preseason jump on in there i'll be in there i got a uh, seven hour drive i'm gonna be in the car going to a wedding in ohio on thursday so i have nothing better to do so what am i gonna do i'm gonna sit in the discord talk some nfl read some rotor grinders articles you know be plugged in on twitter just uh you know live in the uh, dfs life how's that sound to you well that's not really the dfs life is there a wedding da- daily fantasy fantasy wedding like uh, is there like a, a bride slot and a groom and a bridesmaid slot can you do that no, there, there, there's, there's, no, there's none for that. But uh, you know, I listen. See, I, that would be degenerate. I'd be down for that because there's not much content for for daily fantasy weddings. Yeah, who, who's gonna get the most drunk at the wedding? You make them your captain. Uh, you know. Yes, one point five x, of course. Exactly, but uh, hey, let's kind of dive in. Let's talk about this MLB slate and kind of see what we want to do. Uh, You know, this is definitely an interesting slate. I I broke it down earlier. I did a sharp side video. And when my first look at it, I kind of thought to myself, hey, the pitching, there's some decent arms, you know, not the best arms in the world, but I like uh, I like some of the arms. And then I looked at some of the bats today, like the ones that we're going to want to roster. And of course, the Yankees, the Red Sox, they're always intriguing options. But some of the better bats are cheaper today. And they're like the less appealing offenses. Like you see a total with the Tigers and the White Sox. We have a 10 and a half total here. How crazy is that to see today? Well, I'm looking on Yahoo. I mean, in the outfield, I mean, like, you don't have to pay more than $10 for a bat and you'll be fine. So, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a big fan of, like, the vomit stacks, the cheap bats, and the expensive pitchers. But, like, in my in my dummy lineup that I put together on Yahoo for this uh, this $15 uh, tournament, it's like I'm playing Kershaw and Wheeler in the same lineup, and st- and I'm still able to play, like, like Didi Gregorius, I'm still able to play like Grandala catcher at eleven dollars. Like, I don't. I think actually the contrarian option on Yahoo is to pay down a pitcher and just like stack as many bats as you can. But even if you do that, like you still may have seven bucks left over. Yeah, and, and there is actually one uh, cheap pitcher that I kind of like that on Yahoo. I think it's cheaper around the industry than other spots, but. Let's dive right in. We're going to go game by game here. We're looking at the starting lineup page and we're looking at the Yahoo pricing and uh, we'll kind of dive in and talk about each uh, team and, you know, give a breakdown of what we think of the slate. So first one up, we got the New York Yankees. We got the Baltimore Orioles. We have an 11 total here with Holder against uh, Will Joukowsky. What do you want to do here with this game, Jordan? Is it just all the Yankees? Well, I mean, it depends on whether or not you think Woj or whatever his name is, is that that one or two start period was real. I I think in his last start, Although he didn't have a horrible outing, I mean, he was only missing bats at like a 4.4% rate. So, like, I mean, it's not like, I mean, he's been around the league. He's been on multiple teams. So, it's, I don't think he's just like a great pitcher out of the blue. But if you want to take a shot that he's real, this, this uh, Yankees lineup is watered down. But on Yahoo, actually, the Yankee bats are, I think, less expensive than they should be. So, like, if anything, like Judge uh, Gregorius Torres, even Ford at first base, I think I, I would be much more inclined to play Wadja, whatever his name, if the Yan- if the, the Yankees bats weren't so appealing at their prices. Yeah, and listen, I- I'm gonna tell you something about the Yankees yesterday. So I did. This is what I did yesterday. I had a single bullet in one of the tournaments, and I was figuring out: Do I want to stack Cleveland or do I want to stack the Yankees? You know, I said to myself, Jordan, I said. 
it's stupid to stack the Yankees. You know how that goes, right? Like, why am I stacking this chalky offense? It makes no sense. But then what do you know? I saw Talkman at the end. He had a massive game. He had like 34 fantasy points or something insane. And he was 2.7% owned. So these bottom of the order guys, they're still obviously good plays. Even Gardner had a good game. I was refusing to play him though yesterday. But um, I think playing these bottom of the order Yankee guys is a way to still be contrarian with that you know, build. And on a 15 game slate, I just wouldn't worry about the ownership as much. That's me though. Uh, maybe that's just my tilt from yesterday, but I still think, yes, this Yankees water, this Yankees lineup is a little watered down, but because it's watered down, you're getting some cheaper prices on guys. You're getting Mike Ford for only $11, which is a pretty good price. You got uh, if you want to put your catcher spot with uh, the, the cheap catcher for seven bucks, he's perfectly fine. Uh, Aaron judge is a cheap price. Like when's the last time we seen him at $18 and you talked about DD, he's easy to fit at $16. Even Glaver Torres, 18 bucks isn't bad. So, uh, yeah, and we know Big T. He'll be rostering DJ LeMayhew at $22 every single day. So, um, overall, I still think the Yankees, their prices are still too cheap. And I get you say, oh, it's a watered-down lineup. But um, I still think ownership will be down enough. And, and if you take just a couple bottom-of-the-order bottom guys here and there, I still think your lineup is still going to be contrarian enough. What do you think about that? No, I agree with you. And on the Baltimore side, like, you're paying almost – you're playing, like, more for the – Baltimore guys than you are for the Yankees and typically I know some people like see bullpen games and go this is the games to target a, a lot a lot of the effect of ha having a bad starter in is that the lineup gets to see them like two or three times through the order and they get less effective the more that you see them so like when when if the Yankees are going to throw out like a Cortez or something for, I mean it's not like you're going to be rostering those guys like, I'm, I'm not going to pay a premium for Orioles batters, even an 11 total, uh, because then they're not going to see a pitcher more than once. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Those prices are very expensive. I did see the game stack was taking stuff down early last night, the Orioles-Yankees game stack. So if you want to go that way, you obviously can. I think some of those bats at the top of the order are pretty strong overall. Anything else in this game you want to mention, Jordan? You want to move on to the next one? Let's go. We have 15 games. We got we to gotta keep it snappy. Yeah, well, we got some bad ones to go through. Also, before we get kind of really diving into everything, I do want to mention, I'm breaking the games down, not really worrying about weather. There's a lot of weather. I don't know if you've checked it out yet, Jordan, but we got yellow-orange in uh, Chicago-Detroit. Uh, we got yellow-orange in Yankees-Baltimore, yellow-orange in Milwaukee-Pittsburgh, yellow-orange in Texas-Cleveland. Cleveland's a team that we're going to talk about. And then, yeah, yellow for the Detroit second game. Uh, my bad on picking that wrong. And yellow with Miami-New York, and I'm sure that Walt is going to make an update, but uh, overall, we're just breaking the games down game by game and doing construction. That's Kevin Ross' job to break down the weather. So worry about that later on. Uh, how's that sound to you, Jordan? Great. And technically, there's weather everywhere. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <I guess you're laughs> you know, Jordan, just play whoever you want, right? Uh, right. Just play whoever you want. Come on. What's so hard? So speaking of playing whoever you want, we got the Milwaukee Brewers. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Milwaukee Brewers, they're clearly a team to like on this slate. Guys like Ismani Grandal, who's a really nice price at $11. I think Mike Moustakis is a really intriguing cash game option. And then the other side, you got the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, man, that's definitely a play whoever you want kind of team. Uh, break this game down for me, Jordan. What are you doing with both these offenses and the pitchers? Well, now that Yelich is out of the lineup, that significantly downgrades them. But, I mean, their prices are so cheap. I mean, maybe you don't play Hura batting second at 22 bucks at second base. But if you're going to, like, pay down at SP2, like, you could do it. But, like, Grandal's too cheap. Moustakas is too cheap. I know they're fit. They're fit. Like, Stephen Brault. Like, oh, it's a lefty-unlefty matchup. It's Stephen Brault, for crying out loud. So, it's not like he's a great pitcher. So, I don't mind. And, actually, the, the PNC Park favors lefties and really diminishes power to righties. So, like, do I want to pay a premium 
for I mean, is it really a premium? Sixteen bucks for for Braun? Probably not. But here at twenty two, like I just I just don't see uh, Brawl getting lit up by this lineup, other than like the one offs of like like Grandella catcher at eleven bucks. He's a switch hitter. He'll go on both sides of the plate. Then on the pirate side, like how do you pay twenty three dollars for for Starling Marte? I don't know. I can't. Like no one's gonna pay for these guys. So like if if and Chase Anderson's actually more of a reverse blitz pitcher. So I'm I'm actually looking more for the righties, and then you know if if you what are you gonna play Melky Cabrera? Like I know you can play whoever you want, but maybe not with this team. Well, I mean you're the guy that, that is all about the vomit stacks. Like, is this a vomit stack for you? No, Marte is twenty three dollars. He he messes up the vomit. It's like having a diamond ring in the middle of vomit. I can't use that. All right, we need full-on vomit here. So no Pirates. Uh, I, I don't think you want to play many of them. I do think the Brewers, I think you brought up a good point, right? Uh, a lot of these guys are better maybe as one-offs. I still think they're a good offense to stack up completely. But uh, I think these guys make more sense. Like, say I was building a 5-3 stack over on DK. I think making a three-man stack is what I'd rather do, right? I'd go Braun, uh, Moustakis, and Grandal. That's maybe what I would, uh, how I would kind of approach it. What do you think about that? Maybe just limiting the bats with Milwaukee, not doing as many five-man stacks and going more uh, three and two and one. Well, yeah, on DraftKings like that. But, I mean, on Yahoo, typically the GPP sizes aren't humongous where, like, I know you can stack six, but on a 15-game slate, like, I'm much more inclined to play twos and threes because, like, in a 1,500-person contest, you don't need to, like, maximize your upside with, like, a, like so much correlation that it's ridiculous. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think on Yahoo I'm stacking five mans on, in, in any contest whatsoever. Yep, and I think that's a good strategy point you brought up. And again, like two guys that I think are really great cash game options today are Moustakis and Grandal. Really like them. Think they're really strong plays on the Brewer side. Uh, let's move this thing, uh, you know, to the next game because this is a good one. We got a ten and a half total here. We got Junis against Andrew Kashner, and there's a lot going on in this game. A lot of offense. Uh, what are you doing here with the bats? Well, because obviously we're not playing the pitchers, right? We we already get like Kashner thirty five dollars. Like, no, thank you. And Junis against the Red Sox. There's strikeout potential there, but I mean, on a 15 game slate, I'm not taking the 34 bucks for Junis. But uh, I think I'm. Wh- when did the Royals become like like Look at these prices. Like when when did they get top shelf? When did they become top shelf alcohol? Like yeah, I thought they were like more of a more of a like a well drink. Like 24 dollars for Solaire, 20 for Dozier. I mean, I know they're facing Kashner, but he generates ground balls. Uh, I I can't see playing. And then the, you get to the bottom of the lineup, the Royals are horrific. So, like, I can't see playing any of these Royals bats unless you want to play. You'll be the only one in the contest with them because you could play. You could pay the the Red Sox prices for that. And I know we get like the fifth hit, Brock Holt, nine bucks at, at second base. Like, good luck with that. Like, point one oh three ISO. Like, you you play Brock Holt in a stack, if anything, because you need the guys before him to get on base for him to have much value. Yeah, the Royals, their prices, man, they have gone way up. Like, they used to be the natty ice of the uh, MLB pricing, right? They're very cheap alcohol, but, man, now they are just so priced up. I do think there's one bat that I really like is, like, a one-off option, and maybe not as much on Yahoo. The price is a little too much, but around the industry and other spots, he's a little cheaper, and that's Jorge Soler. Uh, I like his chance of hitting a home run on Kashner. Kashner has been death to right. He's been getting absolutely killed by them. And Soler, he's got 29 home runs this season, Jordan. How many home runs do you think are on the right side of the plate from Soler? Uh, most of them because it's either a home run or a strikeout. Oh, no, not, 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 not the right side play. I mean, against a right-handed pitcher, my bad. How many do you think are against right-handed pitching rather than lefties? 
Probably he actually hits righties better than lefties. Yep, he's got 24 of them. So uh, 24 of the 29 are against righties. I think this is like the perfect uh, matchup for him against Cashner, right? The ballpark fits him well. Uh, if you look at Kevin Ross, weather edge tool, there's a huge boost to home runs here in this spot too. So uh, do like Solaire as a nice little one-off option on the Royals. And I do think the you know Red Sox bats, they're good, right? But you have to just spend on them. Is this a day that you're going to spend up on? And you talked about on Yahoo, a contrarian strategy is maybe spending up on more bats and spending uh, down on pitching. What do you think about that? I think the most appealing bat in their lineup based on uh, the, the way the position prices break down on Yahoo is Devers with the platoon advantage at third base. Because I think the third base doesn't really have a pay down like spot that I like at all. So like if you're gonna pay up at third, like why not why not take Devers? He smashes. He's at home against Fenway. Uh, uh, Junis is a fly ball pitcher. I mean it just sets up like I play him over like Rendon or something like that. So like out of all the bats, like the outfield, I could find I could find cheap home runs in the outfield. So like outside of you know Betts, Martinez, Benintendi, it's like who else am I playing? Devers, uh, Bogarts isn't in the lineup, so you don't you don't get him. So like, what what's what's the three man? What's the two man? Like Vasquez maybe because he's a catcher. I could see that, but I I don't see playing like Devers, Holt, Belt, Vasquez, and Moreland. Like, and if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna stack the the Red Sox, I'm gonna have to take at least one of their outfield. Yeah, for sure. And one guy I would definitely take, if you force me to take one Red Sox out there, it's J.D. Martinez. He's been crushing the ball the last 15 days. His, like, exit velocity is, like, 97 miles per hour. And then, like, the batted ball does is, I think, it's 254 feet around. Uh, he's just absolutely smoking the ball lately. So, uh, like his bat, obviously, if you force me to pick one Red Sox back, that's what it would be. And he's the cheapest one there over on Yahoo. $20 is a pretty good price on him. Anything else in this game you want to talk about, Jordan? You want to move on to the next one? Game up, go. You don't have to get my permission. You're in charge. Let's go. All right, I'll, I'll steer the ship, and we're going to steer this thing over to Cincinnati. We're, we're on the Cincinnati. We're on the Cincinnati. We're on the Cincinnati. And we are at the Los Angeles Angels against the Reds. And we got Jose Suarez against Anthony Desclafani. And this is a game where I think a lot of people are rostering Royals because they got a high implied total. You know, it's above five. It's gone down throughout the day, but it's still, you know, above five. And the price is really good on a lot of these Reds. And I think the, you know, build today is spending up on pitching and then getting in some pretty good uh, bats for cheap. And I think the Reds' bats fit the build. So what do you think about that? No, true. I mean, look, Aristides Aquino, he's 10 bucks on Yahoo. I mean, but also understand he profiles very much like Chris Davis, where both of them, where it's like a home run or a strikeout. So just that it's a high variance spot, but the, the prices are cheap enough. I mean, you got a shortstop batting fifth for nine bucks. That's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm actually, to me, uh, this game, depending on the weather, because I see some weather concerns, my, the most appealing player in this game to me is actually a pitcher, and it's Anthony DiSclefani at $39 because uh, Otani's not in the lineup in an NL park. Calhoun's not in the lineup today. The, they're going to be – DiSclefani has uh, significant splits, much better against righties and horrific against lefties, and they're only going to have what? Goodwin, Thace, Rengifo, and then also you're going to have an AL pitcher batting. So – I look and this is a strikeout pitcher. So like if he could get by trout, cause it doesn't matter what the split is when it comes to trout, uh, this total is dropping. The implied run total for the angels is down to 4.3, 4.4. I know it's a hitters ballpark, but like if these Lafani, I know at 39 bucks, that's a hefty price, but if he's going to be like 2% owned, like he could, he could strike out nine or 10 today. 
Yeah, no, listen, I was first when you said that, I was like, yeah, no, the Angels offense, why are you attacking them? Because it's not the best, but you bring up all the great points and I hadn't really uh, dove in enough to the Angels lineup to see that. So that was a great find by you. I think that makes some sense, obviously, as long as the weather holds up. Get to check in with Roth on that, but uh, things are looking really actually good for Destify. I think that's a really good, like, big field GPP play that you can make. And hey, uh, if you want to spend up on pitching on Yahoo, like still 39 bucks, like that's like, four dollars off of wheeler like his price is insane at 43 dollars a day and that's just like a small pivot you can make where you're where you're contrarian if you have you know no faith in wheeler against the uh, marlins offense but uh yeah I, I like that call and uh i love the reds offense right like i'm gonna load up on a lot of these guys uh suarez is a guy i like spending on today too uh 23 he seems like a really good spend i know on a site like dk like and i, I don't know if yahoo i'd probably rather play mustakis at 14 dollars, but on a site like dk like uh, Peraza was someone that was kind of fitting my cash game build just so it can help myself get in the arms. It wasn't that I loved playing him, but it was just kind of one of those like cheap spend down spots because I don't love second base today. But on Yahoo, I think $14 from Moustakis is phenomenal. But Suarez, you talked about spending up on Devers. I would rather spend up on Suarez if you force me to pick one. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of these Reds are really in play today. Senzel's got a nice price around the industry, and I'm, I'm going to load up on Reds today in cash. What about you? If the Reds are going to be chalky, I'm going to take none of them. But that's me. But I, I play uh, 110 lineups and and play the contrarian life. No, yeah, and I listen. I've been uh, I've been dipping my toes in the contrarian life more. I haven't been playing as much cash, and I have been dipping in that. I've been a multiple this. lineup. You've been playing more than one lineup. No, no, yeah, I, I'm just doing one, and then like some days I mean, I'll do six. I'm just kind of I'm getting my feet wet, right? I'm just trying to learn it. I'm not trying to be you know too crazy at it. I will do golf lineups. Like I did 50 golf lineups this week, and that was a good time, but. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to make sure I figure it all out before I dive in completely. Uh, you got a seven-hour drive to Ohio. You can make like 300 lineups. Oh, no, that, that sounds like a terrible idea. All mobile, on the phone, that sounds awful. And I got I to gotta grind out that one NFL preseason lineup, right, while, while everyone's got dead lineups. I got to make sure I got Travis, you could use the Roto Grinders Lineup HQ app and build line, that many lineups on your phone. I know you got a new phone that it, now it works. That app is available on your new phone. I know you have a you had a brick or some type of analog phone before, and you finally upgraded. You can do it on your phone now. Yeah, you're right. Listen, I got the phone upgrade. That was awesome, and maybe I will, Jordan. I'm gonna be pretty bored on that car ride to Ohio. So uh, maybe you've tempted me with a good time. And Thursdays are always good GVP days because there's a lot of ownerships on uh, one team because they're normally smaller slates. Uh, so uh, we'll have to check it out. Maybe I'll uh, dive into that, but. Uh, yeah, Reds are going to be chalky, I think, today. And if you're playing large field GBPs, I probably wouldn't really be touching the Reds too much. That's just my take on it. But in cash games, I definitely want to get some exposure to their cheap bats. Let's move on to the next game, which is going to be a premier game too. Uh, the Cleveland Indians and the Texas Rangers. We got Gerardo against Plesak. And, you know, the, the Indians, I think, are another chalky team today. If you look, pull up, you know, the lineup HQ, uh, I'll pull it up now so you guys can check it out. But I always do this whenever I pull up baseball. I look and I see who's at the top of lineup HQ and I go, oh, Look at that. It's an Indian, an Indian, an Indian, an Indian. Like they're, they're all over the place here because Gerardo, he's not good. He has been gonna, getting crushed this season. Uh, are you loading up on the Indians there? Or are they too chalky for your liking? Well, they don't, they're not even coming in that owned on Yahoo for the projections against Gerardo. Gerardo. Uh, just, like, just like with Stevie with Ray, Ronaldo Lopez or whatever. Uh, but I, I say, I say uh, Scooter Gannett, so I, that, that doesn't change anything. Uh, yeah, Mercado at 14 bucks, Santana at 17, Puig at 15, even Kipnis at 14, Franville at 11, which is a home run or strikeout. Like, like, yeah, these guys are too cheap. I mean, and if, if you're going to probably pay up at shortstop to some extent, if you're going to take like a DD at 16 bucks, so 20 bucks for Lindor isn't, isn't a stretch. 
Uh, I mean, Wheeler at $43, like, makes the world possible because it's almost, I mean, unless you think he gets shelled, like, that's someone that, like, don't intentionally fade that for no apparent reason. So even if you play Wheeler and, and DiSclefani or something, like, you could fit all, any of these guys in. I don't care what they're owned. I mean, the total in this game is rising. The Cleveland Indians have a, what, 6.2 implied run total, and these guys are obviously underpriced. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely want to get a lot of exposure to the Indians. Love Santana in this spot. Think he grades out really well. Fran Mel Reyes, another guy. You know, if I'm playing, like, you know, a five-man stack of this team, I'm definitely throwing Fran Mel in there for the upside that he has. Uh, th- this is just a really good lineup overall, so I'm definitely going to be stacking them up a little bit. What about the Rangers, right? Low total, but uh, any interest in them? Are they? I mean, they got some cheap prices here, but I don't know. I don't think I'm too interested in Yankee attacks. What about you? Plesak is, is, a, is a voodoo magic pitcher. He's one of those pitchers where he, do, he just throws the ball over the plate, gives up 50% fly balls, and somehow, you know, had two strikeouts, and he gives up three runs, and you're wondering. He's, he's, like, he's a right-handed Jason Vargas type of, type of guy. Uh, like, I, I definitely would have interest in on Yahoo with the, the Rangers bats because they're, they're cheap. I mean, I'm not going to pay 24 bucks for Danny Santana, but, I mean, 15 bucks for Mazzara or Pence. I mean, I don't even care about the splits with Plesak, but you could pay, what, uh, 9 bucks for Andrews? I, I'm not saying that, uh, like, a five-man stack or even a four-man stack is viable here because that's 21 bucks for Odor. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, but I can see playing two or three of these guys against uh, Plesak, who – Really, his underlying metrics are not as good as his outings. For sure. Let's move on to the next game. And we got a 10.5 total here. And this is what I was talking about, Jordan. We have two terrible offenses that are in a 10.5 total and are likely going to score a ton of runs. And that's because the pitchers on the other side, they're pretty awful themselves. We got Hector Santiago. We got Drew Verhagen. And he's not good. Like, I looked up his numbers before. I think his XFIP this season is in the sevens. Like, he's absolutely terrible. Uh, and, and the prices are great on all these guys, right? Like, the most expensive bat on Yahoo is $18. That's it. A lot of these guys are super cheap. Very easy to pay up for two pitchers. And then you can just get this cheap game stack and call it a day. I think that's definitely something you can consider doing. Uh, what about you? What are you doing with this game? Well, around the industry, maybe on other sites, like this is the vomit stack game of the day where you could, I mean, vomit everywhere. I mean, the the, the problem is, is that uh, let's see this White Sox lineup. When they always, when they shove John Jay in the fourth hole, like am I wasting an outfield spot on John Jay? I mean, the, uh, the, that's, the, that's the problem with the White Sox. Uh, but I mean, Abreu, uh, Jimenez, uh, Tim Anderson, depending on where he is in the lineup, McCann, I don't mind this Matt Skull guy, but he's a, he's a, he's a similar like, home run or strikeout type of guy. And then the Tiger, I'm actually less interested in the Tigers than, than I think may be because if you take a look at their active roster, their offense is lower than the Marlins. I mean, we take a look at the Tigers and go, oh, okay, Dixon has some power and, you know, uh, <laughs> Jacoby Jones has a little some power. Jordy Mercer can hit one out every once in a while. But, but these power numbers are... When we think of the Marlins, we don't like go, well, am I going to vomit stack Brian Anderson and Starlin Castro and all those guys? We typically don't. So now I'm looking at the Tigers, especially when you have like Miggy and, and Brendan Dixon, both first base eligible. You have Goodrum and Demerit, both second base eligible. It's like, I don't even know how I'm even going to play a three-man, even if I want to vomit with these guys. And we already have better bats that are cheaper in the player pool. So, well, you know, I, if, if anything, I'm taking one-offs on Yahoo and maybe looking at a White Sox stack elsewhere. 
Yeah, I agree with that take. Uh, one guy I do like a lot today is Jose Abreu. Uh, I think he fits the bill as a really nice cash game option. Someone that I'm definitely looking at, someone I'll definitely look to roster. And listen, you don't have to play John Jay. Like, here's the beauty of John Jay at the at the four spot. People will still play John Jay in their White Sox stacks, and then you're already ahead of the field. Like, Jordan, nothing started yet, and you're ahead of the John Jay teams. How, how great does that sound? I play I played John Jay in my in my White Sox stacks. <laughs> oh, no, no, Jordan. Well, in some, I play six. I mean, like, I'm rotating them in. It's not like he's in all of them. But uh, you never know. He's he's had, like, three double games, you know, like those type of games. Uh, maybe tonight's the night. Maybe maybe tonight's the night. It's but... Drew Verhagen, for crying out loud. It, it sounds like it's it's more like a like a bar and perfume company is pitching. Here, let me let me pull up Drew Verhagen. The numbers are really bad. He has more <laughs> walks than strikeouts. Yes, yes, I remember seeing that. So see, here it is: seven point four one x fit. The K percentage is fifteen point five percent. The walk rate is seventeen point nine percent. The WOBA five point one four against lefties. Forty seven plate appearances against righties. Thirty seven plate appearances with a point four four six WOBA. The ISO is two seventy six against righties. Two fifty six against lefties. The numbers are just horrific. Like uh, that sounds like a John Jay ceiling game to me. Yeah, I, I, listen. If there is a day to play John Jay, Jordan, you've you've maybe found the day. Drew Verhagen might be the guy. But uh, listen, I, I think the White Sox is the better side, even though the, the Tigers have a higher implied total right now. I'm with you on that, and uh, I feel good about the White Sox stacks. Maybe uh, maybe taking something down tonight. So it sounds like you might be in the running for uh, maybe taking something down, or maybe I'll jump you because you have John Jay and I. So, so it's going to come into a battle of what? John Jay versus Yolmer Sanchez? Uh, well, I mean, you can go, like, if I stacked it up, I don't know. I'd probably go Goins. Uh, Goins has just been crushing. I think it's Goins, actually. Goins, Goins, whatever his name is, Goins. I, I'll take Abreu. I'll take Jimenez for sure. I'll take James McCann. I might even throw Stoll in there because, you know, chicks dig him. You know, he, he's a home runner bust, and I like those kind of guys. Right, and how do you not, how do you not roster chewing tobacco? I, yeah, that, that is a good point. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that one. It's <laughs> baseball, and, and the guy's name is Chewing Tobacco. That makes perfect sense. Uh, if it's National Chewing Tobacco Day, that'll be the day he definitely hits one out. I can promise you that. But let's move over to the next game. Let's talk about the Marlins. Let's talk about the Mets. Let's talk about Zach Wheeler because $43 is just a stupid price. I don't understand why he's this cheap. Uh, Yahoo, he's like a lock button, must play in my opinion. You got to play him. Over on other sites too, I think he's one of the best plays of the day. Uh, Marlins have an implied total of three, and this lineup is not good. So, uh, Jordan, what are you doing with Wheeler in cash games and tournaments? I, I mean, he's a must in cash games, I think. And in tournaments, he's projected currently, I mean, 42%. I mean, if he's going to be 40, I don't even think that's that's high enough, like for, for his efficient ownership at that price. Like if he's 42% done and you're playing on Yahoo, I'd have him in every lineup. So, like, the, the only way that you don't play him at that price is if the ownership would get up to like 60, 65%. It's like, it's similar, like NBA, where like the, like you have uh, James Harden at, at, at 8,200. And it's like, how do you, just like, how do you not, without Chris Paul, like, it, it, like how do you not play? It's one of those situations where, like, what, what, what picture are you going to play other, like, it's not like Wheeler's 52 bucks. I mean, then it's like, okay, he's still the best play, but it's like you're getting an entire another batter by playing him. And that's such a big advantage over those that don't, unless he completely busts. Even if he has just a regular game, he gets seven strikeouts, six innings, three earned runs. You're, you're still fine. Yeah, Jordan, you got me excited. You said the words NBA, man. You really had me uh, going there. So uh, It's coming is- October. 
Listen, if James Harden, if, they, if you're telling me I'm getting James Harden 8,200 and that's Zach Wheeler, like I'm signing up right now. Like uh, I was already signing up, but man, can I play him in two spots? Can I play him in the point guard and the guard? Like I just want all the Zach Wheeler tonight. So uh, yeah, uh, he's one of the best plays of the day. I think you're starting him with cash and I agree with you. I think in tournaments, you want to be overweight on the field with him today. That's how it would go. And one of the reasons why is I just think the way that all these bats are so cheap, it's just so easy to get him in. So uh, yeah, play some Zach Wheeler. Uh, what about the Mets, right? Uh, listen, I'm a Mets fan. I had my friend texting me today, you know, classic Mets fan, right? I'm going to the game tonight. We're pushing for the playoffs. Like, I'm so pumped. I was just like, dude, please give up on us. They have a 5.5 implied total. They're probably going to win tonight, Jordan. I'm going to get a text message from my buddy that says, we're going to make the playoffs, dude. That game was amazing. Uh, you know, Alonzo's amazing. Double dong game. Like, uh, I can't take it much longer, Jordan. But 5.5 implied total, that's a lot for the Mets here. Uh, I think it's inflated. I, I think it's inflated. Uh, Conforto's not in the lineup. The, the bottom of this order is horrific. Guillermo, whatever his name is, Hechevaria, Lagares. I mean, these, these these are Caribbean islands. These aren't these aren't major league hitters. Uh, so, and I, I looked up Noesi. He hasn't pitched in the majors in four years. In AAA, he's had a twenty five percent strikeout rate and only a five percent walk rate. Uh, an xFIP under at least four point seven or so. I mean, like this isn't like. It doesn't seem like this guy is like a complete gas can, but he's 32 years old. So like, it's not like he's a good pitcher, but even in the past uh, when he was on multiple teams and around the majors, like it, he doesn't seem like the type of pitcher that like you're going to just completely destroy. And the Mets lineup is like, it's not good. So I think the betting lines are overvaluing. Like, I think they overvalued Yamamoto to begin with. But now it's like it doesn't make me want to play him as a pitcher. I think I temper my expectations, especially on Yahoo, where they, like these guys aren't really even that cheap. Maybe you could play Alonzo at sixteen bucks, sure, I think so. But I mean, I'm not playing McNeil at twenty, and then the bottom of the order is disgusting. So like the stat, like these rallies are going to get killed so much that the stack is just I don't see it paying off. And I think this uh, people are going to play based on the betting line and the unknown factor of a guy that hasn't pitched in four years, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he looked decently in the minors and he comes to the major league level and he gives up nine runs in the first inning. No, I'm with you. I don't really want to play the Mets too much. I think there's just better stacks I'd rather go to. Uh, I don't want to like, you know, get too thin with my one lineup, right, Jordan? Uh, no Mets for me, but uh, maybe if I do get off the air and do a little multi-entry, uh, you know, no Mets will be in there for me, but uh, there's a chance I get off the air and do that. I already signed up for a couple more contests for you, Jordan. So how's that sound? Great. Let's do it. I'll, I'll try and take down all the GPP money with you. Uh, let's head over to the next game, though. We got the Toronto Blue Jays. We got the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, this is a game that, you know, I don't know. I don't have that much interest in, but the Rays have an implied total above five. I think there's some bats here and there that you want to take a shot on. Uh, what are you doing with this game? Because it's not one that I'm that interested in at the moment. Well, I, I think other than Thornton, I would play Thornton at minimum price on Yahoo. I think that's part. If you're going to pay it for bats, like 25, like that could be an SP2. I mean, the bats are so cheap today in a lot of spots that I don't even, I, it's more of a GBP play to me, but like they're, they're playing in Tampa and, and Thornton is good against righties. There's going to be what? One, two, three, four, four lefties in the lineup. I mean, it's, it, he's cheap. So why not take a shot on him? I mean, I'm not going to play Yarborough. At, Ryan Yarborough is $1 more than Zach Wheeler today. It's insane. I don't understand what's going on there. Right and he's still projected to be 2% owned. So, like, I, find those people. Put them, on, put them on your friend list or something, whoever's playing that, who's playing Yar Yarborough over him. But outside of that, 
Like it's it's a hard, it's a 15 game slate, and this is one of the worst hitting environments that there is. So like the, the prices aren't low. Travis Darno is 25 bucks for no apparent reason. So like, yeah, I'm I'm skipping this game completely, other than maybe taking a shot in Thornton. Yeah, I agree with you. That's the catch me up game. Let's go on over to the next one. We got the Oakland A's. We got the Chicago Cubs. We got the wind, right? The wind game, the scary wind game. Wind's blowing in. You can't roster bats. No, no roster and bats in the wind game. Uh, it's only 10 miles an hour though. Uh, but yeah, we got Brett Anderson. We got John Lester, two lefties that can absolutely get blown up. Uh, I do think that the Cubs are, have some interesting bats. I think Nick Castellanos, again, one of those cheap outfitters you talked about. Uh, he's only $12 on Yahoo. And around the industry, he's too cheap. He's someone I'm going to be, you know, scared of the wind blowing in, but I still think I'm going to play Castellanos and a lot of these other Cubs. I think they're a really good GBP stack today. What about you? Right. Well, you're going to be driving 70 miles an hour to Ohio with the wind in you. You're not scared of the wind. Wind can't scare you. Uh, I don't care about the wind in this game as much when it comes to the, I think it'll, I think Lester is going to be overowned uh, on Yahoo as well as, uh, as other sites. Uh, the, 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 the Oakland lineup, has the literally the lowest K rate uh, to righty to lefties in the entire major leagues. So like Lester's upside is going to be limited and he's really not that good of a pitcher to begin with. So just because the fact is the wind is blowing in, he's not really even that much of a fly ball pitcher to begin with. So like, I'm more inclined to roster like a high K upside fly ball pitcher in, you know, when the wind is blowing in because that'll help him. Uh, but Lester, like if they're hitting line drives, it's it's not going to help them at all. So I'm more I'm more inclined to roster uh, A's bats if Lester is going to be 21% owned on Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, listen, we've seen Lester blown up. I mean, I saw him like I think a year or two ago against the Pirates, give up 10 runs in one inning. Like uh, Lester can honestly get blown up. I it totally makes some sense, but uh, I'm more interested on the Cubs side of the ball. Anyone in cash games? I talked about Castellanos a little bit. Are there any guys that just seem too underpriced that you need to get a piece of today? Not really, but I mean, no. I mean, Alberta Mora is like the Cubs version of John Jay, right? And John Jay used to be at the Cubs. You can, but nine bucks. I can't believe Albert Amora is nine bucks, and and like Jock Peterson is like less than that. Yeah, today or the same price. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Like on Yahoo, this is this is ridiculous. Since we're kind of at the halfway point, do you want to? take a couple of YouTube QQs to catch them up. Yeah, we can catch up with some YouTube QQs. I have one here uh, in small GPP, 658 people. Would you play team stacks or vary amount of teams in play, especially with the weather part uh, playing a part in nearly all of them? Well, I think, I think uh, that the concept with, with stacking is that the larger the slate is, the more that stacks are in play be- in GPP, because there's more of a chance that one of the 30 teams puts up 15 runs on smaller slates with like four games. There's less likely that there'll be one team that does that, but it also depends on how big the contests are. So if you're playing a contest with 30,000 entries and you're, you're aiming for first, so you need to get that team and get all the way up to the first place. But if you're playing the 658 person contest, like you don't need to maximize correlation for the upside as much. 658 is at the point where like, I still may not play a cash lineup, but it, it would be something like a cash with flair type of like you'd, you'd, you'd play your cash lineup and then like pivot in a spot or two. And that would be fine. Yeah. Here's another one. Bellinger and Castro or Grandal and Conforto on Yahoo. Uh, definitely the Bellinger and Castro, right? Cause Conforto is not in the lineup. 
Yeah, that would help. Can Starlin Castro? Are we, are we, uh, I know the Tigers have a Castro. I don't think you should be playing any Castro on Yahoo in any spot it would, at all. Yeah, that doesn't sound like the best idea. He, he, here's another one he had. Best Vandal pitcher to start. I know we haven't talked about him, but Lamette, he's like 6,500 over there. You have interest in him or is it just Wheeler and call it a day? Uh, on, Fan, on FanDuel, I think you could – see, the problem with Lamette is that I know he's cheaper over there, but he's probably not going to pitch more than 90 pitches. And on a 15-game slate, like if you're in GPP, like I need to nail a pitcher that gets like 70 points or something, and I just don't think Lamette's going to be it. And he's actually worse against – he's more of a reverse blitz pitcher, and the Mariners actually have a lot of lefties. So, uh, I mean, on DraftKings, he's too, too expensive for his pitch count. Uh, FanDuel, I think more people, if they're going to pay up for like a Red Sox stack or something like that, are going to use him. And I, unless, unless, hey, unless your stacks go off for 12 plus runs, I just didn't, don't think Lamette provides enough upside for large field GPPs on FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, Detroit or Washington stack? You got to pick one. Who you got? Well, Detroit because of price. I mean, Washington. Where, where no, are they not playing? Washington, not Washington, sorry. I mean, uh, White Sox, my bad. I, I said it. Oh, on that side? No, I said that before. White Sox. I know. I'm just saying they may have tuned in late, Jordan. So, you know, you got to Why aren't they here on time? They should get here on time. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe they're maybe they're looking for the flush. Uh, maybe it's a flush sub looking, <laughs> looking to figure out where. Oh, someone asked about Pleasak. No, please don't. Pleasak, please don't. Pleasak doesn't. Do, he just throws the ball over the plate and hopes for the best. Yeah. Here's, here's another one. Yahoo Cash, not named Wheeler. Give me the SP2. Frankie, you could do both. Yep, I, I agree with you on that. We're going to take a hold on questions now. Let's go back to diving into the games, and we'll do some YouTube chat questions at the end for you guys. Uh, we got the Braves. We got the Twins. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm not too interested in this. I get the twin stack can make some sense if you want to spend up on it, but I don't have that much interest in this game. What about you, Jordan? Well, Nelson Cruz is going to hit three home runs. Apparently, he does it at least once a week. So, if you want to pay 27 bucks for him against Fulty, you know, go ahead. If anything – uh. Oh, to say that I want to take, I, I don't like taking pictures against the twins, but like Fulton Everage is only 20, 28 bucks. And he actually put together six great starts uh, in, in the minors, giving up zero home runs. But of course, those are minor league hitters. And he's facing a lineup with lefties like Kepler, Polanco, Rosario. He got Garver in there, Sano, Marwin. CJ Crone is batting ninth. So take a look at the power in this lineup. And Fulton Evich typically uh, is susceptible to power. So that doesn't mean I want to pay the Twins prices, you know, because they're very expensive when the Yankees are cheaper and the Red Sox are comparable. But uh, the ownership reflects that. So I, if Fulton's uh, susceptible to power, I could see taking one of these as a one-off, like Polanco, 18 bucks because he fills a shortstop spot. Or if you want to pay all the way up at catcher and play Garver, I mean, but typically catcher is more of a punt position. I mean, you can make a case for any of these bats, like, as a one-off, but, like, the stack is just way too expensive. Yeah, and listen, there's strikeouts in that lineup, though, with the Twins. Uh, I, I get it. 27.4% uh, on Cruz, 28% on Garver. Sano strikes out 37.4% of the time. Uh, Gonzalez strikes out 23% and Caron 22. Like, there are enough strikeouts there, there where I get it as, like, a large field GBP thing, but that's kind of it for me. Uh, if you want to stack with the Twins, I obviously get it. They have so much power and pop, but um, I don't have too much more to say in this game. 
Let's move on to the next one. But we have a pitcher's duel. Looks like that's going to be going on. We got Marquez. We got Granky. I saw the total was at nine early in the day, and now it's down to eight. So uh, we're expecting not a lot, a lot of runs to be scored. I think it fade both offenses, and I think it play, uh, you know, both pitchers. Like, I'm talking about a cheap pitcher, uh, Marquez. I know the uh, the Astros, right? I know that they're an amazing offense, but he's only $33. If you want to go that cheap, I think you can. But Granky, he's a cash game option. I'd pair him up with Wheeler. Uh, what about you? How are you approaching both your pitchers? Well, I think the both pitchers, I think Marquez is going to be much lower owned because people aren't going to want to target the, the Astros. So, I mean, like, and, and people are going to want to take Granky because, uh, I mean, the Rockies on the road are bad. But, I mean, Nolan Arenado is 10 bucks, So, I know it's, I know it's not a lefty. I know it's a, it's a ballpark downgrade. But, like, Nolan Arenado is 10 bucks, and you wouldn't be shocked to see Granke, who's more of a, a control pitcher. He'll get strikeouts. He's done well against this Colorado team. But if he gives up a bomb, it's and you're paying 10 bucks for him. I He's going to be 5% down on Yahoo. It's, if you're going to pay down at third base, as we talked about, most of the option that you want to do in your line of construction are going to lead to an expensive third baseman. So the opposite of that is paying down. And would I rather take Arenado or take, like, uh, Matt Skoll for two bucks more? Now, Jordan, this is the time where Team VVP pops up in the chat and they go, you're an idiot for playing Arenado. He's had 73 plate appearances and zero home runs. What are you doing? Um, but, uh, yeah, Arenado, 10 bucks, I get it, but not my uh, not my cup of tea today. But, uh, yeah, that was the BVP. I pulled that up. I also knew that Granky had a BVP against Story. It was like five home runs uh, or whatever. So just figured I'd pull that up since they've been up against it. Against people, and, you know, there's still BVP. I still think there's still – I still think there's some BVP truthers out there. Do you think so, too? Well, that's why that's why there's still an edge in DFS. There we go. That's what I like to hear. But uh, yeah, let's head on over to the next one. That one's just a pitcher's duel, and I would be fading a lot of the bats. And the next one is the Philadelphia Phillies, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Jake Arrieta, and Mike Leake. And this is a game where I don't love the bats. Uh, I don't love the uh, pitchers, but I could see one of these bats like going off for a big game because both these pitchers can get blown up. Uh, what side of the ball are you liking the most? Diamondbacks. My number one. You're not playing Mike Leake, so the. the I don't, you don't play Mike Leake ever, except when he just trolls you with like a near no hitter. Uh, Arietta has like bone spurs or something. Like he's, he's like, he's not going to pitch more than 70 pitches or something for the rest of the year. Uh, so like I'll play Trent Thornton. Like I don't care that he's 28 bucks. He's not a good, great pitcher to begin with. And uh, he's not going to pitch that long. Uh, but I, I look at the Diamondbacks. Like, if Arietta's only going to go four innings and then you can get the Phillies bullpen, I'm not saying the bullpen is that bad. Uh, David Peralta's 10 bucks, getting the platoon advantage. I think, uh, I mean, he's only projected to be 3% owned, but if you're going to, like, do you pay David Peralta or, like, Aristides Aquino? And I know the case for playing the Reds because against Suarez and whatever, uh, but, like, the sample size of, like, David Peralta with those platoon splits. Like, I, I can't, like, ignore that because it's larger than a guy that's just come up from the minors. Yeah, I, I think I'll play Peralta maybe over Aquino because that sounds like another tropical island that you were talking about or Caribbean island. Right, you're now, oh, you're in with touting the names now. Great. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but Peralta, that, that price is really nice on him. And I think that you can make, like, this uh, stack work pretty well. I think it's one of those, like, stacks you look at. Maybe on Slate IQ, there's some good leverage there. Uh, I don't have that up right now. Uh, I'll pull it up throughout the show and see if we have an update on it and see if there's uh, anything good in there that I, I like and can give you guys a, a little taste of. So, uh, yeah, Diamondbacks, though, I think that's the offense I would take if you forced me to pick one. Uh, any Phillies bat you're interested in? Uh, Bryce Harper's 19 bucks. Hoskins, 18 uh, You spend up on those guys? Not, not if I could, it's a ballpark downgrade for the Phillies. So it's a 15 game slate. I look at all of these bats and go they're they're I could take, I could take cheaper bats that are better on Yahoo and I don't need the money. I could pay it for two pitchers. So like, I, I, I I'm going to be picky. Yeah. And, and there you go, Jordan. I just pulled the slate IQ 89.9% leverage on the diamondbacks right now. So uh, well, that's on DraftKings. That has nothing to do with Yahoo. I know. I'm just giving the people a little taste of, uh, you know, a little taste, a little nibble. You give them a yeah. nibble of other stuff. Cause I, listen, I can't trust Dean to do it, man. I don't know. Ah, uh, you're right. You can't, you, you can't trust Dean. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just giving the people a taste. I like the Arizona take and that's something I do look at, you know, throughout my research. I actually have been really liking the slate IQ and uh, figured I would just, uh, Know, tell the people about the Diamondbacks, and I think it's a good play there. Let's move on to the next one, and I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, maybe I'll just give the floor to you and let you talk about it. Maybe this is the catch-me-up game, but it's Annabelle Sanchez, it's Connor Menez, and it is the Giants and Nationals. Uh, I don't want anything in this game. How about you? How about the pitchers? What's wrong with the pitchers? Uh, but anything in this game? They're playing in San Francisco. It's the, the best pitchers park in the league. Like, Animal Sanchez is, is uh, it, neutral splits to reverse splits. Am I scared? I mean, look, it's bread. Look at this lineup. I mean, Scooter Scooter Gannett uh, is is batting is is batting fifth in this lineup. Like Anibal Sanchez actually strikes out more lefties, I think, than than righties. And there's going to be projected one, two, three, four, five, six. Everyone, it's like I think there's a twelve righty, twelve lefties in the lineup. I think I'm counting, including the pitcher. So I know at on Yahoo, thirty nine dollars is little little. I'd rather take the Sclafani, I believe, for the strikeout upside. Uh, but uh, on other side, maybe SP2 on DraftKings, uh, potential, S, you know, FanDuel play, possibly, I could see. Or you could take a shot on the, the rookie, Menez. He has he is a very high K rate in AAA, but you don't know how that's going to translate to the major leagues. But he's minimum price on Yahoo. So, like, uh, do, you do you take the unknown in Menez in San Francisco against a good hitting Nationals lineup? Or do you take Thornton in a better pitcher's environment against a worse Rays lineup? I think that's that's the key in GPP. But I, I don't think you don't have to go down here to go for, in cash on Yahoo. So, like, if you want to take a shot, take a shot. But, like, even if you think Menez is, is a rookie and he'll get blown up, like, I'm not paying, like, $23. I'm not paying a premium for Nationals in San Francisco. Yeah. So, even though it's not a catch-me-up game, I think that's a good compendium. On, on that on that matchup i would take thornton if you force me to pick but uh yeah i just think who's gonna should... force you to pick i'm not forcing you to pick yeah don't force you can play pick. both of them actually oh. you can play a contrarian lineup you play to a minimum price at pitcher and then you pay up at every bat and you still have eight dollars left over yeah no I'm, I'm not playing both those pitchers i'll play animal sanchez over them i saw him in vegas two months ago at a magic show he's one of those houdini guys with crazy tricks up his sleeve uh, Sanchez is really good at making things happen. So I'll take him. He was performing at a magic show. Have you seen what he does every season? It's all he does, man. He just, he throws it across the plate and somehow gets strikeouts. The guy who has like six or seven different pitches. I don't know how he's still pitching in the league. 
Well, I mean, he's pitching in San Francisco and he hasn't been that bad. So why not? Uh, I, I guess maybe I'll take a shot on him, but uh, that, that seems like more of a DK play, not, not a Yahoo play because at that price, I don't like him too much. And let's go to a Yahoo play that I do like. San Diego Padres, we got Lamette, we got the Seattle Mariners against Wade LeBlanc, and listen, uh, Wade LeBlanc, I'm expecting him to, you know, not be in a great spot tonight against this Padres bats. I think the Padres righties are really great plays, and I think Lamette on FanDuel is a good play. I think on Yahoo at $34, he's a solid play if you want to go down there. I know you're worried about the pitch count, Jordan, but I still think he's a great play. No, he's perfectly viable. I, I, I'm just saying that if he's going to be popular, I'd rather have none of them. If he's, if, if no, I hear people talking about him. I hear, I hear the whispers. I hear the rumors. So to me, that inflates ownership. And if I see downside, that at least if it limits his upside, if you're playing large field GPPs, like it's something I want to stay away from if it's going to be somewhat popular. Very similar with Lester. I see why people want to roster Lester, but like at, it's just too much ownership. So that to me, that's the only case. But I mean, to me in this game, the, the, the side that I want are the Padres getting the ballpark slight ballpark upgrade, I guess. Anything out of Petco, I guess, is an upgrade to some extent. Against LeBlanc, they'll all look at all these righties. You know, to t- I mean, you, maybe you don't play Tatis at 21 bucks, but Hunter Redfro's $13. This is a triple dong game waiting to happen. Listen, you heard it here first, man. Triple dongs going at it. I didn't say that's going to happen. I'm just saying it's waiting to happen. You stamp of approval. This is, we got Jordan's triple dong play of the day. That's Hunter Renfro. You heard it here first. He is guaranteeing you not one, not two, three home runs today for Hunter Renfro. So that just means I'm going to come in first place above above, uh, EMAC. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good good, good call back to the EMAC Twitter stuff. That was a good one um yeah any any interest in the seattle side because we gotta ha- kind of hurry up we're a little behind any interest on anyone in seattle or you want to go on to the next game well if you're gonna play lament no i mean they're, they're just not priced down enough like i could play better bats in other games yep i agree with you there let's head on over to the dodgers and the cardinals we got clayton kershaw against miles mikolas and kershaw he is definitely one of the top arms on the slate are you spending 52 dollars on him here against the cardinals you actually can you could pair kershaw and wheeler and still <laughs> Truthfully, that could be a cash lineup. Like you could play, you could pay for both of them. I think you're gonna you're gonna want uh, to save a little bit of money and, and just take Granky instead. But I mean, the price difference is only three bucks. So it's like if you're if you don't mind uh, taking three bucks out of your bats, like I know that uh, the the Cardinals are righty heavy, but like Kershaw's fun. I mean, I don't expect Kershaw ever to get blown up. He may not put together a ceiling game, but I, I always feel comfortable playing him like especially at Dodger stadium. So 52 bucks, I think you're paying for a floor and for safety and Grank. I think Granky is more likely to get hit by the Rockies. I think only, only because of his uh, propensity to keep the ball over the plate more so than Kershaw. I mean, they're both fine plays. It's just that like, if you have the three bucks, like then play Kershaw. I, I don't think you can go wrong. But you're you're not paying down. I think in Yahoo Cash, you're not paying down as SP two at all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, you're probably spending up on pitchers, and 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 he makes a ton of sense here today. Uh, let's head on over. We're gonna build a team, Jordan. Uh, we'll build a tournament team for the people, and uh, we're gonna start off with Zach Wheeler, right? We already talked about it kind of at the at the start of the show. We said, hey, like we want to be overweight on Wheeler. We don't care. Forty three bucks is too cheap. I'm plugging in James Harden at eighty two hundred, right? Yeah, without especially without Chris Paul, sure. Yeah, no Chris Paul. Uh, you know, he's been shipped out of town. Uh, but yeah, $43. Have to like Zach Wheeler here. We're plugging him in. Uh, we don't have to plug in SB2 yet. Uh, what's what kind of like 
you, you talked about we're not going to do a five-man stack here, right? We talked about maybe doing more two- and three-man stacks. So uh, we both have interest in the White Sox. Is that one we want to do? What other offenses you want to think uh, you want to prioritize? Here? Well, we're going to vomit. If we're going to vomit with so we can get a, a good second starting pitcher, why don't we just, just automatically plug in uh, Abreu and Eloy? I like that idea. I like a Bray too. But it's not really see on Yahoo, they're not really a vomits. Like Eloy is actually actually too expensive, I think. Yeah, there's a lot on seventeen dollars. And we don't have to definitely go him. Um I do like you talk we talked about it earlier, and I think it's not a bad idea to do a two man stack of this. Do you want to throw Grandall and Mustakis in as a two man? Oh, that's gonna if uh, JPP, they're gonna be chalky. No, no, I don't want to play Brewers. Okay, we're not playing them then. Uh, come on, what do we do? Are we playing catch or GPP? see this is what happens see you're building one lineup i can't do this like this that's why i build a hundred of them i know i know all right so so we got a brayu in there we can put eloy in there for now but we might have to move off him we'll kind of see uh who's the second who's the second stack you want to get in there what's one of the offenses or one of your top offenses well let's put in renfro as a one-off let's do that because of the guaranteed yeah, you guaranteed three home runs, so we have to put Hunter Renfro. Right, but you don't have to stack. You don't have to play like Machado. Any. You can play, play him as a one-off. Yeah. How about the cheap Cleveland guys? Like, those guys are way too cheap. Which I mean, one? we could... Franville Reyes? Who, I mean, he's basically... Oh, no, no. He's been... He, I've seen him swing. He's he's getting horrible. And he's batting lower in the order. Why can't we put in, like, Kipnis at second? Okay, let's see. He's at 14 bucks. All right, Kipnis 14. Yeah, that's the pivot off of... Uh, the pivot off of Mustaka, so there you right. go. And then you play like Puig in the outfield. Uh, okay, I'm not I'm not in love with it, but uh, that's fine for now. It, it's not that's bad. why you got to take our, the Eloy. It's uh, maybe maybe we don't like the White Sox. Yeah, I don't know. We might not have to do. We might not be able to. This do show's going to be another three hours long, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do like Machado. Do you want to do a two man with Machado, or is that too chalky to go? There? He's going to take home runs away from Renfro. No, I want all the home runs going to Renfro. Okay, so just one Renfro, and that's it. Um, I want multiple. Wet- Can we put another Renfro in? Yeah, if we could get listen, if you're guaranteeing me three home runs for Hunter Renfro, I would, just put Didi in the shortstop spot and, and let's let not waste the viewers' time. All right, we'll put Didi in at shortstop. We have twenty one dollars for pitcher. Let's see what we can do here. So, do we want to do a spend up or are we going more of a spend down here? Well, I mean, we have to spend down to some extent because yeah. twenty one bucks ain't going to get us anything at pitcher. Yeah, it's not getting pretty. I mean, yeah, we could play Roman Quinn at pitcher, right? We could do that. He's pitches once in a while. No, nah, no, no Roman Quinn for me, man. Okay, maybe, maybe uh, do we have, okay, we take out Eloy, we put in like Jock Peterson. I think Jock Peterson's way too cheap today on Yahoo. Yeah, Jock is fine. Uh, we could throw him in there. Let's see what pitcher we can get though. Like if I plug in at this point with the way that we have our build, if I plug in, let's say all the way to, let's go Descalfani because he was a guy you liked at 39 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's expensive. Well, that gives us that gives us for our catcher in third base. It gives us nineteen dollars left, so we can even go higher up for putting Jock in. I mean, we could go up to Granky, who we talked about. We like both those pitchers. Uh, I know they're going to be a little chalky, but um, then it's fourteen dollars for a position. I don't know what if you would you rather go back to Desclafani instead. Yeah, dude, that's that's fine. All right, Desclafani. What about third base? Uh, I really like Suarez today. We also talked about liking Devers. We have the money to spend, right? We're not really spending up at the catcher spot, so I think spending up on like a Lemayhew isn't a bad idea. I know Big T would uh, back that one. Suarez isn't a bad call. What do you want to do here at third base? Yeah, just put it. I'll I'll go with you. Fine, Suarez. Even though he killed me yesterday. Listen, uh, you, you gotta you gotta remember this is DFS, man. Daily fantasy sports. It's 
You got to do the men in black mind eraser. You got to do that, uh, Jordan. So, uh, Suarez. Yeah, but I do that every day. I do that every day with like, like Chris Davis and it still doesn't work. Well, it's Chris Davis, man. You know, you don't read the fine print like Chris Davis. You know, it's really scary to roster him every day. Come on, man. Uh, on Yahoo, uh, QQs, Boston or Cleveland stack. I think on Yahoo, clearly Cleveland. I think they're underpriced. Uh, Padre stack, we talked about. I think you can play, you know, I mean, you're not playing five man stacks on Yahoo. You're playing, you're playing two, three mans. San Diego, I think, is fine. The bench leverage stack on GPPs on Yahoo is literally everyone, everyone that's not the Yankees, I think. Yeah. I think Cleveland's going to be a little chalky, but I think the Yankees are going to be the chalk on Yahoo. So it's a 15 game slate, and the contest are what? 1500 people in it you don't have to get that leveragey on yahoo that like if you fade the yankees anything that you do is well you could still have wheeler in the lineup and you'll be fine yep for sure uh we got catcher here we got a uh i mean we could go roll mine he's 14 bucks uh we go vasquez as a one-off i don't know if you want to go him we're just falling in a really bad spot here with catcher. what's wrong with vasquez he's fine but ugh, i mean it's not the greatest play <laughs> and what Austin Romine is? He may not even be in the lineup. No, they're all terrible plays. Listen, Jordan, they're not good plays. Uh, I, I or just, uh, how about you put Grandal in and you leave three bucks and we we tip the guy at Yahoo? Yeah, that, that's a good call. I like that. I like that idea. Tip right, you just tip work. him. You save it for tomorrow. I think you're allowed to do that. All right, perfect. Uh, any final thoughts on this slate, Jordan? Give me like final things that you want to talk about. Any more triple dongs you want to give to the people? Anything else we missed? I mean, I just think this is like, I don't think you have to go into the dumpster for, for pitcher today. I think the bats are too cheap across the board on Yahoo that if, if you want Kershaw, Granke, Wheeler, you could play all, you could play two of three of them and still have perfectly high upside lineups. Uh, but hence why the contrarian build is going to be playing with a cheap pitcher. Yep, I agree with you. I think it's a good day to spend up on pitcher. Uh, I, I like the uh, bats. I like some of the gross bats today. I like the White Sox stack. Give your final stack, and then we're getting out of here, Jordan. Besides Hunter Renfro, three home runs, who's your favorite stack? Uh, five of them. Five Hunter Renfros. Five Hunter Renfros. Five Hunter Renfros. That about does it for us, guys, though. Coming up next, we got Dean78904 with Grant Niefer. They'll be talking some MLB with you guys, so stay tuned for that. After that, we got Kevin Roth. We got Mr. Tuttle. They'll be on Crunch Time talking premium. And then don't forget tonight, if you play some golf, which I do some golf lineups, and I'll be watching this show too. We had STL cards. We got Notorious, and we got Red Kachik. They will be talking some golf for you guys. It's the playoff time, so it's a good time to play some golf, Jordan. You going to jump in on that action? Oh, and I got to play preseason and golf. How much stuff am I playing? I, I got... I'm gonna run out of time. I'm not. I'm not driving seven hours to a wedding. I have. I actually have stuff to do. Well, listen. I got nothing better to do, so I'll be playing golf. I need to sweat my lineups in the car on Thursday. I'll be playing preseason NFL in the Discord. I'll see you guys there. But we gotta go. For me, Travis Mangone. For Jordan Blender HD. We are out of here. Welcome to another edition of the Monkey Knife Fight Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Turd Ferguson, and I'm giving you four of my favorite props over on Monkey Knife Fight. If you haven't already signed up for yet, making bad life choices, sign up using the promo code GRINDERS. Get a free 100% deposit bonus on your first $50. That's free money. All you got to do is play through it, and it is yours, and you don't even have to do any research. All you do have got to do is watch these videos a few times a week, throw on these props, and let the money roll in. 
Got four with you today, two from the Houston game, two from the Philly game, so stay tuned. First prop, it's a two out of three over under in the Houston game. All right, first part of the prop, we got Zach Greinke over under 6.5 Ks. Vegas currently has him set at 5.5 Ks. So this is a great value here. I get that it is Colorado and they are going away from Coors. So it is a decent strikeout matchup. But Greinke, just a slightly above average strikeout rate guy. He very easily could get seven here, but I think the more likely situation is five to six here. So you take the under and move on. Next up, Marquez. 5.5 5.5 over under total Ks. I'm taking the under. Houston's an incredibly low strikeout rate team with a few lefties that strike out big, but Marquez does not strike out lefties at a big clip. So I'm taking the under here, considering none of these guys strike out a high clip, even though he has been on fire recently, very easily could hit the over. But Vegas currently hasn't pegged for under with heavy juice on the under here. Next up, Bregman over under 1.5 hit slash walks. Marquez is very good versus righties here. So I'm taking the under. He doesn't walk righties at a big clip. He doesn't give up a whole lot of power to righties. And he does not do bad against righties overall. So I'm taking the under. Two on base is per a game is fairly high. I don't think he does it versus a near elite pitch versus righties. All right, next up, we have a two out of three rapid fire in that same game. All right, so Grinke versus Marquez. Marquez has a full run total higher with Houston. He has a much tougher matchup. Realistically, these guys are probably evenly matched pitchers, but Grinke is now going from Arizona to Houston. Not a big ballpark upgrade, but that organization knows how to take care of a pitcher. So Grinke is probably going to be lights out here. He is the better pitcher in the better matchup by far. So you're only giving up 1.5 points. You easily take Grinke here. Next up, Springer versus Bregman. Essentially equal hitters here. They're both probably about the same. So you're getting the tiebreaker here with Springer. In the same exact matchup, matchup, you go with Springer here and you don't think twice. Last up, Brantley versus Altuve. Brantley's been better than Altuve this year. And Marquez is much worse versus lefties than he is versus righties. Near 30% K rate to righties. Only around 15.0% versus lefties here. Brantley puts a ball in play a lot. He's more likely to get a hit. He's more likely to get a home run. He's more likely to get everything because of how much worse Marquez is versus lefty. So you take Brantley and you move on considering you're getting the tiebreaker. All right, next up, we have my third prop here. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Philly game. All right, so we have Leak versus Arietta. Arietta's trash. Like, it's just that simple. Arietta's trash. Leak is not very good, but he doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. He has a lower implied run total against... He doesn't walk guys, so we can go later on into the game. He's getting the tiebreaker here. So I'm taking Leak and just moving on. It's that simple. Next up, Real Muto versus Harper. Harper is the better hitter. Harper is getting the platoon split. But Real Muto is getting the tiebreaker. This one's honestly pretty close to a toss-up here. I give a slight edge to Harper if we're just going fancy points straight up. But the fact that Real Muto is getting the tiebreaker makes me go with him instead. It's that simple. It's that big of a deal. So I'm going with Real Moto. Next up, Peralta versus Hoskins. It hurts me so much to go against the greatest player of all time in Reese Hoskins, but I'm taking Peralta here. Arietta is absolute trash versus lefties here. He's getting a tiebreaker. It's a better matchup for him, and he's not the better hitter. Absolutely not. But the platoon split and the tiebreaker is enough for me to go with Peralta here. You take him, you move on. All right, last up, we got my fourth prop of the night. Before I get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on YouTube. It helps us and lets you know exactly when these props are going up and this video is going up so you can get them in as soon as you can before they change them. We try and keep them up all day, but it doesn't always happen. But 
Let's get to my last prop of the night. It is a two out of three over under on that Philly. All right, so first one, Arietta over under 4.5 Ks. This guy does not strike out, guys. It's that simple. He does not strike out players at a high clip, only 18% going up against a mediocre strikeout rate team in the Diamondbacks here. Vegas has massive, massive juice on the under here. He's about minus 140 on the under. So you take the under here of 4.5 Ks. He's probably not going to go late to the game. He can walk some guys. There's a lot of walks in the Arizona line, so he's probably not going to go late into the game. Probably not going to hit the 4.5 K prop here. So you take the under. Next up, Leak, kind of the same situation, except for he doesn't walk, but he strikes out even less, and he's going up against a mediocre strikeout team rate team in the Phillies here. 17.4% K rate on the year. Leak's not very good. He just doesn't get blown up too much because he doesn't walk, guys. But he's not getting over these 4.5 Ks. Vegas, again, currently has impact around minus 140 on the under here. So you take the under. Last up, Harper. I know he gets an easy matchup versus Leak. And Leak has not been great to lefties. But pretty splits neutral here. He doesn't walk anyone. So the walk's probably off the board considering that Harper walks at 17.6% clip. But Leak only walks guys at 3.3% clip. Harper very easily could get a home run here. He could get two hits. He could get a hit and walk. But the more likely scenario is that he's not going to get two of these. Only a 365 Woba on the year versus righties. I'm taking the under here and moving on. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the video. Good luck on your props tonight. Hope they all hit. Hope we win some money here. I'm out of here. I'll be back later on the week. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here at Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical, I'll meet us 5 o'clock on the dot on the East Coast, 2 o'clock on the West Coast, 4 o'clock Tennessee time, which of course it is time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It's called, it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And join me today from either California or Denver, Grant Niefer. I, I feel like we haven't talked in a while. You've been uh, on the road? Uh, for the last few days. I was down in Palm Springs for a bachelor party, and then now I'm over in Pasadena. And in my old stomping grounds. But yeah, I've been pretty much gone this entire month down in California, just hanging out playing Nintendo. And yes, it's funny you mentioned that because I don't know if that's true or not, but that was our entire pre-show conversation was about the uh, the whereabouts, the history of one uh, Mario, his brother Luigi. Uh, Wario, of course, we know about, but I've learned the existence. There is a Luigi that uh, is also Say it again. Waluigi. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds? The name, the, the name, uh, the rhyming scheme fits, and they both have to be evil as well, too. Like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying this story. I'm not buying I mean, it. That, but what is more realistic is the fact that a magical toad drives carts, go-karts, in a race where they shoot shells and eat mushrooms. I buy all that. I'm in. <laughs> you so lost me. Just an entire, like, the entire storyline is just a random guy's acid dream. Well, you, you were saying in the pre-show you read about all the history. Is that, is that possibly true? That could potentially be true. No, no, they didn't, never mentioned anything about psychedelics during the creation of most of those uh, characters. Uh, was And you said Mario's last name was Mario, which kind of blew my mind as well, too. Yeah, the Mario Brothers. Yeah, I know. It makes sense now. But yeah, I, I wasn't aware of such things. But uh, I, I feel enlightened. I feel like I learned something. And, one, and once a day you'll learn something. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a fun fact, but it's a fact for sure. Nothing else. Uh, and I guess I haven't played the last couple of Mario games because the the, uh, the introduction or the existence of Wario's evil brother, Luigi, I was not aware of. So thanks for that. Well, more you know. Knowledge is power. <laughs> the NBC rainbow jumps over us. Uh, with that, no more time for pleasantries, Grant. Although I'm sure you have some good stories from the, the bachelor party, I assume. Were you on your best behavior? Um, I was on behavior. I, I now <laughs> realize why... Uh, football players shouldn't be playing Thursday night football games because I didn't play football, but at Saturday, I may or may not have given about 40 chicken fights to heavier people, and my neck is still barely able to stand up on its own. Did nobody want to lift you? Why were you the official lifter? Why were you the stump? Because I never lost. Uh but like you're you're not really doing it. You're just you're just the stump. It's all the, the most the, the victories are basically won and lost at the top, right? No, it's mostly the base. <laughs> Again, the more you know, the things we're enlightened about. Uh, but that, that does make sense. You gotta have the confidence to make maneuvers that the person below you is uh you know stabilizing you properly. Yeah, your ba- the the balance matters on the lower person and their ability to keep standing. It's always the lower person that falls that wins or loses. <laughs> Grant, uh, we have a full 15 games tonight, this slate. Uh, baseballs will be thrown. Baseballs will be hit. I, I uh, don't like this slate. It's so weird. Uh, the pitchers are really bad for the most part. The hitters are really bad for the most part. The totals aren't very appealing. The ballparks aren't very appealing. Change my mind. Uh, I I don't love it. It's not, I mean, we're all playing with the same player pool, obviously, but uh, this is not sexy. Agreed? Disagreed? Disagree. I mean, we've got some good pitchers. we got some lower-owned pitchers that probably shouldn't be so low-owned. 
We got bats that are not in decent spots, but they're still power bats. We got guys in good spots. We got underpriced guys. Like, I don't know how you don't like this slate. Yeah, it's not good. We'll talk about it. You could, I'll, I'll set up my booth and you can get, change my mind. But uh, uh, I think you know, we'll talk about it again, you know, break down my arms, break down my bats. But as of right now, like my goal is just to play the Zacks. Anybody named Zach, I'm in. Uh, you know, I'm just going to double down on the Zacks and just kind of figure it out. I got, uh, you know, Zach Wheeler, uh, Zach, uh, and, you know, Zach Reinke. And that's, that's it. Anybody else named Zach in this slate? Um, I'm, I, can, I can control F it. <laughs> I don't know. Is Galifianakis, did he crack the lineup today? Or are we, do we know? Or You say did Zach Plesek. You want to play him? <laughs> Zach Plesek? Wait, is that, is that Plesek's first name? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that before either. I just think of his dad or his whatever his uncle, I guess it is, Dan Plesak. And that is, yeah, it, I think he spells it he spells it a little bit differently than the other guys. A-C-H, which yeah. doesn't make yeah. sense to me at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh there I mean that's just my basic strategy. That's the first thing I want to do with my main lineup and uh and I'll I'll give you my pivot picture as well, but I just uh I don't like this slate. How about this? Give me Give me uh, your favorite arm, uh, you know, as, as we're diving in as far as a slate, because I assume we're a uh, similar thought process. Is it is his name Zach or no? Uh, no, it's it's Chase. Um, I mean, if we're talking about raw points, it's clearly Wheeler. Um, Wheeler's the guy that's probably going to have the highest points total at the end of the night here if they let him go a little bit later in the game, which they're not trying to trade him. So I assume so. He has the best matchup in one of the best ballparks. I mean, Rinky is not in a bad spot going against the Rockies, and he might be a better real-life pitcher, but we all know the Marlins are terrible. It's Dean's favorite team, so no surprise they're terrible and don't know what they're doing. It's not um, my favorite team. Oh, gosh. You are a bandwagon fan. You. No, we broke it up. They they broke my heart, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I feel I – feel I've been a Mariners fan for 20 years. You think I'm done with them yet? No. Yeah, but they, at least it wasn't inept ownership or like just you know trading away the best players in baseball for nothing that that drove me you know drove you away. They're just you know they had like Ichiro and Griffey. That was fun. Randy Johnson had a good run. Yeah, and then what they do? They let Griffey go, and they decide to keep Ichiro. They let A Rod go. They re- let Randy Johnson go. They let everyone go, and they've been trashing yeah. since. What an Edgar Martinez Hall of Famer, man. Yeah, how many times did he make the playoffs? Once I started watching baseball. I don't know, probably zero. Zero is correct. I started watching baseball the first year they missed the playoffs, and they haven't been back since. Well, you're a mush, pretty clearly. <laughs> I'm a mush? Well, yeah, you started watching him, and then he started losing. Is it just a coincidence, or, uh, you know? I mean, the Seahawks got their first Super Bowl when I started watching football, so. Yeah, different sport, different perspective. Yes, yes, because that's exactly how things work. Yeah, and if I drink my favorite drink in my favorite chair, my my team doesn't lose either. Like I love people actually believe that. Like that's a thing. People believe they influence the game. I mean, I I know it's ridiculous, but when I'm at a craps table, Stop. like if anyone says the word seven, I almost get in fistfights. <laughs> oh man, that's uh you know is that that's basically rooting against the shooter, correct? That's rooting against the shooter and everyone who's pretty much playing with the shooter, which is everyone if you're playing the dump pass line you are an a-hole you are a first class a-hole everybody gives you the stink guy right yeah yeah no and then as soon as we win i start screaming at him that he sucks <laughs> the zacks are being he sucks for you you piece of crap i censored myself there the chat's just throwing out a bunch of zach and i'm not a front row of the marlins i'm out until until jeter and his and his cronies are gone i'm out 
I, I cannot support that team the way they screwed over the city. It's it's not worth getting into. And the previous owners were a disaster as well. I and mean, the fact you couldn't hurdle them and, and beat the, the the low bar they set. And you know, even just trading Zach Gallen for for wh- why would you trade one of the better pitcher, pitching prospects in baseball? Who's you know was one of the best pitchers in all of baseball in the minor leagues this year and was really solid in the majors for just some shortstop that they just are enamored with for whatever reason because they think Jordan Yamamoto and Zach Gallen's the same player, which is an absurd thought, but. You're getting me derailed, man. You're getting me derailed. This is I, I still pay attention to him. I still follow him on Facebook or on Twitter. I kind of watch oh, it from afar. Did you, did you see the thing about uh, their fight with the Rays? Yeah, they blamed the Rays for killing Steve Irwin, which I guess went too far. That was Yeah, that was too far. Uh, it was insensitive, but it was clever. Yeah, and then they had to apologize their Twitter account. I'm not sure <laughs> yes, they, they should. It's a terrible thing to say. They said that you're literally the reason why Steve Irwin is no longer with us or something like that. But uh, yeah, all right. 15. <laughs> let me ask you this. And let me ask the chat also. This is the Roto Runners chat. If you guys are on YouTube, I'm not going to see it. If you guys are on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. But And I'm going to ask you this, Grant, as well. We're not talking about hitters just yet. But just as far as this th- uh, the slate, name a, p- a hitter that you feel like you have to have. You're making one lineup today. One lineup. Who is the hitter you have to have? Because my answer is nobody. I don't have to have Nick Castellanos. This is what we're saying. This is why this is a great hitting slate because we have to have Nick Castellanos. At 3.7K, yeah, you do. I mean, he's fine. I don't need him, but he's fine. And he, he's probably going to be in some of my lineups. Almost definitely will be. He's currently in my shell lineup right now. But if you're telling me your argument is like, this is a great slate for hitting because we got Nick Castellanos in a bad weather game. Aaron Judge. Yeah, he's fine. I don't have to have him, but he's good. Yeah, he's definitely playable. I'm curious. And chat, tell me, name a player or tell us that, like, you're with me. So maybe somebody's actually with me in the chat. Who knows? We shall see. Uh, they're going to catch up. Now I just see Zach Braff. We're still on Zach's. <laughs> oh, love Zach Braff. Love that guy. Love Scrubs. I, I didn't watch Scrubs, but I did watch, uh, what was that movie he did with Natalie Portman? Uh, I don't recall. But that was Oh, gosh. What was it called? Back in the day. If only we had a machine we can type this into and get the information instantly. Wait, no, Devin, say it again. Garden State it is. Speaking of Devin, uh, people should check out your Twitter account, by the way, because you just tweeted out a picture of D-Train, and we talked about it yesterday. Uh, it, the the ensemble of the facial hair, uh, he's got uh, he's got some hair popping out, the shirt's open. You tw- you tweeted it out. I'm like You should get some extra followers there. I don't think you uh, actually... You didn't tag D-Train. You probably should have. I didn't tag D-Train. Pay attention, Dean. All right. Well, it's a phenomenal picture, nonetheless. Uh, Zebo, Zach Randolph, not available in the slate either, uh, as, as far as my understanding. Uh, I'm seeing Max Kepler is a player you have to have, or Cattell Marte is a player you have to have, according to our chat. Oh, good options. Yeah, they're fine, but that just kind of speaks to my point. Is it's a slate stinks, but hey. Yes, yeah, a slate stinks when there's not a player you absolutely have to have that everyone else is going to have, thus making it a bad tournament play. Well, that sucks. Yeah, you can fade anybody in tournaments. Obviously, that that qualifier. We're, we're at game like you know one twelve. I think we understand at this point that like you can fade anybody in baseball, no matter how good the spot may or may not be. Uh, speaking of fading players, the top two pitchers as far as asking price are Jose Barrios and Clayton Kershaw, and I just don't understand the pricing. Like we'll talk about the Zacks in a second. Uh, Wheeler and Greinke are just as good, if not better, than Barrios and Kershaw, and they're cheaper. And sure, you could play the ownership game, but there's a. I'm probably not playing Kershaw. Like he's a lot of righties there in St. Louis. He was wild last game for whatever it's worth. Now he does have. Wait for it, the uh, the Clayton Kershaw of umpires behind home plate. He's got the Bill Miller back there, so uh, the best umpire to have for a pitcher, I suppose. It's a nice little bump, but 
He just seems a little bit overpriced. Sure, he's fine in tournaments if you're MMAing. Uh, Barrios, I guess he's fine uh, against Atlanta. Just grab, you know, grab a DH as well. But I am unlikely to play either of those two outside of maybe a pinch or like a pivot in tournaments. What are your thoughts? I mean, now I'll play Kershaw. He's going to be super low owned, and everyone's going to immediately go to Wheeler and Grinky. I mean, Kershaw hasn't had less than 25 points in the last four outings. He's got 35-point upside. He doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. Uh, for some reason, Dave Roberts is letting guys go later into the games a lot of times. It's a decent matchup going up against Cardinals here. He's a good pitcher, and this is baseball. Anything can happen. There is some talent on the Rockies. There is no talent on the Marlins, but that, that's the real problem. It's really going up against the Marlins, but I think last time, like, I mean, DeGrom just got beat up a bit in the first four innings against the White Sox a week ago. Like, it can happen. This is baseball. Wheeler's going to get 40% ownership. Uh, let's pull that up. I'm curious. Obviously, the ownership is in flux, and it's, you know, going to get – the closer we get the lock, the tighter the ownership does get. As of right now, like you said, 40%. He's projected for – yeah, I'm not the only one that's all over the Zacks, obviously. Spoiler alert, I'm on the shock. 37% Wheeler, 34% Greinke. And then if you step down to a guy like what Kershaw, do I have to scroll to get to him? Where is he at? Kershaw, 6%. That's an upside down nine. Uh, say it again? I, never mind. You missed it. <laughs> we got Big T in the chat saying Kershaw is going to put up 40 plus. That's ambitious. It's possible, but ambitious. He wasn't too far away in his last outing or two outings ago. Yeah, last outing he had five walks. He was kind of, you know, I watched that tilting the whole way, and he still like was fine for throwing five walks. He was like okay, not ideal, but he salvaged, I guess you can say. Uh, as far as Wheeler versus Granky, Granky, of course, with a new team in Houston, and we know how Houston spins, you know, even bad pitchers in the gold. I don't know if they've even had time to tinker with Granky or if they want to mention Granky or not. But uh, facing a Colorado team outside of, outside of cores, of course, they grab a DH, jump from the uh, NL to the AL. Um, but they're distinctly worse outside of course, uh, which you know makes sense, obviously. Do you have a preference as far as Wheeler versus Granky if they're similar as far as ownership? Uh, Wheeler, it's against the Marlins, more K's, it's against the Marlins, and it's against the Marlins. You're saying this like it hurts. Me. I, I've broken up with the Marlins and have not looked back outside of following them on Twitter. Uh, I'm just saying they're terrible, that they're I, not very good. I agree, I, mean, I agree. Colorado has some real major league talent in their lineup. Like, realistically, would you be surprised at any point in the next five or seven years that if Blackman, Arnado, or Story had to be? Uh, well, I mean, that's probably inflated by where they're at with their home ballpark, I suppose. But uh, if they got traded to a different team, would you be surprised if they won MVP? I wouldn't be shocked, no. So if. Would you be surprised <laughs> if anyone on the Marlins had a home run tonight? <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say, like, if, like, Miguel Rojas became MVP, would I be surprised? Yeah, that would surprise me. Uh, Diaz, when they cracked the lineup, he's one of their better prospects, one of their better hitting prospects. I don't know if you saw the clip yesterday. It's pretty awesome, actually. As much as I don't really root for the Marlins necessarily, it was pretty cool to see him bang out a homer uh, in his first game he ever played. And in the middle of getting interviewed, his father was getting interviewed on air, which was, it was pretty awesome. His father was going nuts, and it was a cool moment for that family. Obviously, he's super cheap, but he banged it off of Jacob Degrom too. So, uh, you know, Diaz is actually like a skilled player. He was also in that uh, Brinson deal for you know one Christian Yelich. Brinson is back too, which does bump the K expected X. Uh, well, expectance of K's for for Zach Wheeler because Brinson, uh, you know, bit of a prospect obviously, but he strikes out an absolute ton. 
We're looking at 38% this year versus righties. That's a big number. And like you said, you know, uh, this Marlins lineup, even in, you know, earlier in the season, they didn't strike out a lot, especially against lefties, but against righties, they'll strike out plenty. We're looking at 26.4% with Alfaro in there as well, too. So uh, I see, I talked so much, I gave you two, two, ch- two chances to grab a sip. <laughs> so feel free to jump in. stay hydrated, Dean. You're drinking like Coke or something. That's not the best thing for hydration. Yeah, Coke minus the sugar, carbonation, and other things. It's called water, Dean. Are you blind? I thought it was like a dark drink. Was it not? Drink it up again. Is that a, it's like an optical illusion. You know, the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, the darker glass, Dean. Um, sometimes it makes things look differently. <laughs> I you wasn't like three things in a pink glass, then it makes them look pink. I wasn't like staring at you, but like, you yeah, know, so I got this I, one's urine right here, Dean. This one is a glass of urine. Reenact that scene from Dumb and Dumber. Kick back on Grandpa's cough medicine. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Um, yeah, so Wheeler and Greinke, both really, really strongly positioned. Kershaw and Barrios, of course, you can play him in tournaments. And then it gets ugly really fast. And you said you wanted to talk about, well, you talked about Anderson already. And I think Lamette is interesting. The problem with Lamette, well, it's kind of dual pronged, right? Uh, he's kind of pricey, a little bit pricey on, on DK on a fantasy draft. He's a little bit cheaper on FanDuel. I think he's probably more playable over there. The tricky part is, like, he's just not going to have the ability, I don't think, to go six innings. He's not gone beyond five innings the entire year. He's not thrown more, eight, more than 88 pitches the entire year. So he, he has a pretty clear definitive ceiling. Could he go five? and strike out nine Mariners, that would be terrible. The Seattle Mariners, Grant, wait for it, they're terrible. They've been terrible ever since you start. Ever since you started rooting for them. One might say you're the mush. You're the reason why the Mariners are still terrible. I I use, this, use the word jinx. I wouldn't I say this is the mush. <laughs> mush is a lot better than jinx. I don't say jinx. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Mush makes me think of something dirty or a food that you eat when you don't have your dentures in. <laughs> There's like, what is it, Goodfellas? What, what, what was the mobster movie where they called the guy a bush and they threw him in the closet? They didn't want him because the guy bet on the same horse as, you know, somebody in the chat's going to let us know what, what it is. I don't recall what it is. One of those, uh, you don't know 80s mobsters movies, I'm guessing, or 90s mobster movies. Is that not your Jeopardy specialty category? Probably not. I've never seen The Godfather. That's, it, that's egregious. But you've seen like 9,000 9, kids' movies. Um, yeah, so I'm talk to me about that. You're not the edge of the water. <laughs> Are you on Lament? Uh, no, not on DK. He's a decent price over on Yahoo, but 8.5K, it's a little tough for me to go with. Um, I mean, it, it may, I may be on him, depending on how the weather looks in some of these games, because a lot of the guys I am on are in weather games, which makes yeah. it real tough here. So, I mean, I have to think about going with uh, a lot of these guys, depending on how the weather goes. It's just how it is. So, like, if if uh, – Disco Stu, your favorite nickname, can't go, then I might have to pivot just straight over to Lamette and everything. Hey, a couple of things. Guess what? Disco Stu's good. You know why he's good? Because he's a former Marlon. Another Marlon that got rid of for no particular reason. Luis Castillo. Oh, yeah. It's not like guys who leave the Mariners are good afterwards, like Ketel Marte. <laughs> so, uh, Luis Castillo had 13 strikeouts yesterday. You know you know who he used to play for? The Marlins. He was the Marlins organization. Uh, yeah, they got nothing for him. Good job, Marlins. Um that's so wild. I stared at that drink again. It looks like you're drinking Coke. But yeah, uh, you mentioned weather as well. And right on cue, look at that. Like magic. One Kevin Roth, chief meteorologist here at RG. He updated the weather as of 4.15 Central Time. I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, I just dropped it in chat for yourself, for the people out there. Uh, there is some weather lurking. It looks like the most uh, diciest of situations as of right now is Cleveland, where it's currently orange. 
the Mets is it looks like it's improved. You guys can read it yourself. I'll just tell you the colors, I suppose. But uh, yellow, green, uh, as far as the Mets, yellow, green for Pittsburgh, yellow in Baltimore, yellow in Cincy. Uh, and you mentioned it, Disco Stew. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, this is not a victory lap, but, hey, we had a lot of Luis Castillo. We hyped him up pretty strong yesterday. He was awesome. I didn't uh, watch your show. What were you doing? I don't know, probably watching your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You could do other things. Just, just I mean, funny. like I said, after the chicken fights, I have trouble lifting my neck, so I may have been listening to your show, but I told had to hold the laptop up like this to watch things. But, like, it's all about the scoreboard. You're, like, 40 and 0. That's all that matters. Banners fly forever. You said you didn't lose, right? I didn't lose what? The chicken fights. Oh, chicken fights, yes. Dude. I did not lose. Try and, and keep up. I was able to get two people on my shoulders at once. I think that's what messed up my neck worse. R- really? Uh, approximately how many pounds was that? Or we, that's, that seems like a lot of people. It was roughly 340 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think you might have over, overextended yourself. I'm the greatest. I'm the best around. No one's going to ever bring me down. You know who might be the greatest tonight is the aforementioned Disco Stew, and he's my pivot off the Zacks. Uh, this Angels lineup, you know, and we talk about plate IQ, and I always say it's one of my favorite tool hit RG, and that's not just me, like, being a company man. I use it all the time, and, you know, it popped yesterday from a K perspective. This Angels team, of course, with the season numbers, and that stuff's archaic. That's two, three years ago if you're digging into fan graphs. We want today and today only. That's all that matters in DFS. Uh, and once again, this Angels lineup, they're rolling out a bunch of guys that are willing to strike out. Andleton Simmons still in the DL. Uh, you know, Otani can't play the field, so he's not grabbing a spot today. They got rid of Cole Calhoun. So, sure, they have the best baseball player of all time in Mike Trout. And he banged out a homer yesterday off Luis Castillo, and Castillo was just fine. In the words of uh, one cheese is good, okay, Trout homered off your pitcher. whoop de doo I'll just strike out the next four guys, and that'll be just fine. We got Goodwin in there at 27% as far as striking out, up to the 27%. We got Thice at 36%. Stassi, Max Stassi, 34% striking out ability. Uh, and as far as the splits, 26% versus righties, 23% versus lefties. Disco, man, I, I love him as a pivot for tournaments. Uh, it, for me, it's about the Zacks, and it's about Disco, and that's basically it. What's your thoughts? I mean, Chase Anderson going up against Pittsburgh, extreme reverse splits guy. He should be facing a decent amount of lefties in that lineup there. He's only 6K. Will Janowski's got one of the highest swing strike rates on the entire slate team going up against a team that's probably going to be moderately chalky. What do you think about him? I think his swinging strike rate last game was 4.4%. Wow. Yeah. All we care about is today. And today we go off the season stats of 14.1%, but, <laughs> but that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, there's really not a lot of great options after that. I mean, Lester's probably going to draw some ownership at 8.2 K playing with the wind blowing in, but yeah. I mean, honestly, wind blowing in doesn't really affect a lot of pitchers that are extreme ground ball pitchers because unless the ball actually gets up into the wind, it's really not going to make much of a difference. I mean, we've seen Hendricks play really well in wind-blowing-out games because he does keep the ball on the ground. So this isn't really that relevant. Wind-blowing in isn't terribly relevant in this game there. Um, Herman Marquez, uh, he's a guy that has been pretty good recently. And if you look at his second half of the season numbers last year, how did he do, Dean? Was he, like, the best pitcher in all of baseball? What about his second half of numbers last year on a Tuesday, a- a Tuesday afternoons? How specific do you want your sample size to be? Literally just half the season. <laughs> Last season. You well, we do, he hasn't been in the league too long, Dean. If you're unaware of this, I love Aaron Mar- Mar- Marquez, and he's he's a guy that I was on this year going in, and I you know he's he's definitely 
uh, more so disappointed than not disappointed. I suppose that's fair to say. Um, I think he's interesting for tournaments, and he is seeing mostly righties, which is to his benefit. And of course, he's getting out of course. Obviously, you know, you don't really want to pick on that Houston lineup. That's pretty awesome. But that just kind of speaks to my original point that this slate is just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, and we'll talk about the hitters again. It's like, how many hitters do you really love too? It's like, it's just a weird thing where like, it's not a great pitcher pool and it's not a great hitter pool. Uh, you know, I understand you disagree and that's perfectly fine. And I'm still playing it. So I mean, Tata to said, if you don't like it, don't play. Which, whatever. I did the research. I'm here. I might as well play. Um, is it okay? So a couple other guys, I think they're worth a mention. Uh, the pitcher pitching for uh, San Francisco against Washington has really strong numbers as far as the minor leagues uh, from a K ability. He's pitching in San Fran. I think it was like 33, 34, 35% as far as getting Ks in AAA. Um, he also walked a bunch of dudes, which could be a problem as well. Uh, he's in the, you know, the MME pool for me uh, for tournaments. Uh, and you mentioned Woj, and I don't think it's a disastrous idea. Probably some leverage there too. And because, that, you know, the back of that, that Yankee lineup, I know they, you know, bopped yesterday, but it's just not necessarily – they're hurting for sure. Of course, it's a great ballpark. And I guess he's interesting for tournaments, which is kind of a cop-out. Um, Cashner versus KC, like, what else is there? Mike Leak, who's been on fire recently. What? That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> um, Fulton Nevich has been great at one point. He's going up against a tough team, but he has a propensity to go out there and throw a gem for no apparent reason. He throws heat, so you could potentially go with him at just 6.4K. I'm, I, I mean, there's going to be guys that have decent scores. Verhagen is going up against the White Sox, and the White yeah. Sox crash. Yes, he's not good either. Like, it's trash versus trash. But, yeah, you can play well, him. That's fine. We've seen what happened when Nova faced Detroit. <laughs> well, I mean, you could point to, like, the Mariners beat, uh, you know, the Reds. Who's a better pitcher, Verhagen or Sparkman? I don't, I don't have enough data. Verhagen in 14 innings this year, he's not been good. Uh, oh, yeah, because that's such a massive sample size. Okay, if you, well, you – if you want to play that game, you said like one guy did good in one game. Sparkman had a CGSO for like 40 points over this year. So it's got to be Sparkman. This is, I'm using your logic against you. I don't think so. Well, it was against this team. So according to my logic, this should happen for the same <laughs> picture. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. The, the transitive property or whatever they call it. Uh, we got Big T barking in the chat. He's saying there's a, there's a lot of good pitching. There is not a lot of good pitching this slate. It's not. I, I, How many pitchers do we have to have that are good options before you say there's a lot of good pitching? Because it looks like to me we have Kershaw, who's been on fire recently. He's a we good option Curios, for the Cubs. He's coming off one of his best games of the year. We have Marquez, who's crushing it recently. We have Grinky. We have Wheeler. And then at the cheaper end, we have Disco Stu and Lamette. Lamette, who has a 30% Those guys rate. aren't cheap, by the way. Then we go lower. We have Wojnarowski with a 14% swing strike rate and Chase Anderson with some extreme reverse splits going up against lefties. How long do I have to make your the sales list? Pitch, the pitchers are good in this slate is Wojbaum and Chase Anderson. I just want to make sure that that's your Oh, yeah. You mean the eighth and ninth pitchers I mentioned out of 30, 33% of the pitchers I mentioned, and you have to take away two of them that are just too cheaply priced? We live in the world of a salary cap. You're telling me Kershaw, dollar for dollar, is a good play. You're telling me Brios is dollar for dollar is a good play? Like a, like a um, good math play? I don't know if you know this, but we live in the world of salary cap where in baseball, a 3.7K pitcher or hitter like Castellanos can put up 27 points. Of so course. you can get points with cheap bats, Dean. Correct. But like to say that Kershaw can get there, of course he can. Is he a good math play? He's not. He's not a would, good math Would you be happy with 25 points out of him? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not like he hasn't done that in four straight starts and has the upside for drastically more. He didn't do it his last start. I rostered him. It wasn't good. Check what, it wasn't good? What uh, You are just... Five walks his last start. Do you yeah, have... and what do you end up with? More than 25 points? No, no. Do you not have access to game logs? No, apparently I don't. <laughs> he got 27 points, but... No, he right. didn't. On what site? DraftKings. <laughs> no, he did not have 27 points his last, last start. I refuse to believe that. Now I'm gonna, you're making me check. He had 16 I know. points. I know that was two starts ago where he had three walks. Yes. Um, and this one's showing up on RG's page. Bad RG. All right. Uh, summarize the pitchers for me. Uh, again, I like the two Zacks. I like uh, Disco. And, you know, I might, you know, close my eyes and throw one of the darts that's going to make things work for tournaments or stacks or something like that. But that's where I want to keep the majority of my pitchers. What's your thoughts? For you, what, what pitchers do I want to use? Yeah. I literally just named all nine of them. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I was I was asking for a summary because we're going to move on. Chase Anderson, Wojnowski, Barrios, and Kershaw for tournaments. Grinky and Wheeler and Cash are very good options. If you want to go in the mid-range, just go Stu and Lamette. Uh, if you want to take a balls-out approach, go with LeBlanc or go with Verhagen. Oh, I can't just sit here and argue with the chat the whole time. Everybody loves big T's. So they're just going to take a side automatically, but... It's preposterous to say. Yeah, you're allowed to take his side when he's cleared like half a mil in like four months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harold's got to take the side of the guy that just keeps crushing every single sport. He's crushing. Time. But the thought that this is a – for 30 teams drawing baseballs to say this is a good pitching slate and to say this a slate is deep is ridiculous. It's preposterous. How many pitchers do you have to be good in order to say it's a good pitching slate? And guess what? On those good pitching slates, hitting's trash. So if you don't like pitching – then there's got to be good hitters, Dean. That's how things work. Yeah. Well, um, again, how many pitchers do we have that throw over 30, uh, 30% Ks tonight? Zero. 30% K. Oh, yeah. But if we lower that number to 28, we have like four. Uh, I don't know if that's the case necessarily. Wojnowski's close. Uh, if we talk about matchup, making up for the matchup and how many righties are going to go against him and the fact that he's away from Coors Field, Marquez is on that list. Lamette, Wojnowski. Uh, Disco Stu, considering the matchup, is going to be close to that because he is facing a bunch of righties, um, and they he's going up against a pitcher that is for the Angels that hasn't done him a lot in a whole while. So, yeah, Dean, it's not very good. The two guys that have over a 24% slate that you guys are, that you're using with Zach Grinky, you're really excited about him. He has a 23% K rate, Dean. Well, the thing with Granky is he can go distance. He can go seven or eight innings, and he also he's also good at run prevention. That's a sales pitch for Granky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're jumping. The best team. If you aren't aware, then any pitcher can throw a complete game shutout. Just look at Sparkman. Dinos and Lamette can't. I mean, he could. They can no, throw a pitch. There's a zero point zero percent chance. Dinos and Lamette. Dean, I don't know if you know this. If they're going to allow him to throw eighty pitches, he has to face. 27 hitters at the minimum he could get 27 outs and 27 pitches so realistically it is <laughs> well he had to let him go beyond five innings for what it's worth so uh yeah because he's generally at the same pitch count after five innings and in all starts let's talk about hitters the hit, the pitchers are so good i can't imagine liking any hitters in this slate this is an amazing pitcher slate well dean if i mentioned 33 percent of the hitters or 33 percent of the pitchers and there's still 66 percent of pitchers going up against the team i can light 66 percent of the bats team that's math 
Seamless segue. It's a good time to mention Fantasy Draft, the uh, presenting sponsor of the show. Uh, the rake-free DFS is going down 100% of entry fees. Being paid out the winners 100% of the time. Uh, also want to mention, if you guys want to rock the, uh, the old Roto-Grinders badge, if you do so, we encourage you because uh, we incentivize you. If you finish in the top 10 of certain contests, uh, you will get one month of Roto-Grinders premium. A couple people that are rocking the badge as of, uh, as of last night. We have a DFS Jerk Stealth. Uh, you're at, you're acting like a DFS jerk stealth right now. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I'm I'm giving you the business, Dean. Someone has to do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the other end of a chicken fight right now, and I'm losing. Uh, and uh, the other, yeah, we'll be a better base. <laughs> Why can't I be on the top? <laughs> you can be. I I I'd throw you on my shoulders. We'd we'd <laughs> we'd take some people down. You're already the walking wounded. I don't know if I uh, you, you're a little too damaged. Or you need a couple days to recover. Uh, or just like 30 beers. Apparently, that's what makes me want to do chicken fights. Let's also shout out uh, JW152000. So uh, give me a hitter. Give me a hitter on one of your core teams that you like tonight. I mean, I already told you Castellanos is 3.7K. He's a very good hitter. Look at his numbers versus lefties so far this season. He's going up against a lefty that does not strike out anyone. Yes, there is wind blowing in, but the dude has a 440 Woba and a 270 ISO versus lefties and is going up against a guy with a 12% K rate versus righties. Oh, Big T's texting me. What's he saying? Nothing Nothing that relates to you. Oh, he was making fun of me? You can't share. I can take it. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm not sensitive. I'm, I'm just going to keep giving you the business, Dean. All right. I mean, you really are... <laughs> You're not gonna share what he said. You said keep giving him the business. Oh, basically, I'm yeah, paraphrasing. I'm sure, I'm sure he said something else. <laughs> See, you're just gonna be in your head the rest of the time trying to well, figure it's just out a what a preposterous he's thought to look at these slate, this slate of pitchers and say this, this is a good slate of pitchers. It's insane to me. But okay, Dean. Talk. Since last time you said this, I said okay, five guys will get over 25 points. Do you think that's gonna happen today? I mean, it's not that predictive who those five guys happen to be, but uh, I oh, say... Oh, yeah, because when there's volatility, that doesn't help at all for fantasy baseball, knowing that. Well, there's not a lot of upside to it either, but I'm going to say there will not be five. You're saying five guys, at least five guys, are going to hit 25 uh, fantasy points or more. Yep, shotgun beer bet. Oh, man. I mean, I feel like I, I'm being bullied into this one, but yeah, sure. I, I will. Yes, to peer pressure works for a reason. It does, and I, I'm in. <laughs> So there's so many good pitchers tonight. Can you pick a catcher you like tonight to, to pick on all, all these great pitchers? Oh, are we going to – I should probably get get an old lineup HQ going here, but it's Grandall. It's Grandall. He's too cheap. He's going up against Brault, who's not a very good pitcher. I mean, anyone who pitches for uh, – what's it called? For Pittsburgh is not very good. But Grandall is only 4.2K. You have Hicks going up against one of the worst pitchers in the league. For a team that has a five implied run total, Dean, if you are unaware of that, Pena is a little bit too cheap at 3.4K. If you want to pay up, I mean, you can go with Garver. No one ever really goes with Garver for some reason. And he just because continues. Because expensive. So, yeah, those are the guys. And then um, Gomes is cheap, but it's really just Hicks if you want to pay down. But I might just lock in Grundahl. And then Pena is a guy with power going up against the lefty. And he's batting sixth in the lineup. He's three point four K. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad as far as catcher tonight, as it always is. Um, 
for me, it's just whoever fits. I, I made a shell lineup earlier, and I, I'm not proud of it, but it has Max Stassi in it, and he's an absolute disaster, and he's facing Disco, so he's not going to get no fantasy points. But, you know, he kind of made he made everything else work for me. Do we have the official lineup? Yeah, okay, hit, okay we do have the lineups for the White Sox of Detroit. Of course, this is the back end of a doubleheader they played earlier today. Hicks and McCann drawing the starts. Hector Santiago's back throwing baseball. It's good for him. And also Hector Noisi, the Marlins the youth movement's on. 33-year-old Hector Noisi, they're going to give him a go. He's a late bloomer for sure. Uh, all That's right. why they got rid of Gallon. Makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, we get Hector Noisi, you know, let's, let's roll at Hector. He's been, he's been due for the pitch of the majors the last five years or so. Uh, first base, another position that I'm not particularly enamored with, but I'm sure you have a bunch of dudes you love. I mean, people are going to love playing these Detroit and Chicago guys. Um, apparently, the guys from the Detroit-Chicago game at first base are the two highest owned guys at first base, according really? to our projections over on DK. Fun fact for you there. Um, they're cheap, though. And then Ford batting seventh is going to be one of the other guys. I don't have any interest in either of those. Um, I'm yeah. going to throw in Muncy or I'm going to throw in Jock James going against Mikolos. I love the Dodgers tonight. And Mikolos is way worse versus lefties than he is versus righties. We have Alonzo going up against an absolute trash pitcher, allegedly. We don't know. He hasn't been in the majors long or in, <laughs> in baseball long enough to really know how good he is. He's only 32. Um, Moreland's in a high implied total game or a high implied total lineup with the Red Sox batting seven with the platoon split and then going up against an absolutely terrible bullpen. Outside of that, there's really not a whole lot that I really like. I mean, you can go with Reese Hoskins going up against a trash. I, I like Reese. I like Reese Hoskins tonight. Pick it on your boy. 4.5K, that's too cheap. And then you got Vogelbach, 4.2K, going up against Lamette, who's a decent pitcher. But, I mean, Vogelbach is going to go low-owned. And same thing with Jesus Aguilar going up against Thornton. I can't imagine he's going to have a ton of ownership, but he's batting fourth, and dude has power. Yeah. Um, like That's kind of where I'm at. Nobody really jumps out to me. You talk about the guys in that Chicago-Detroit game, and, you know, the ballpark's good. The matchup's, you know, good against Santiago and Verhagen. Like, you know, we haven't seen – Nicky Cabrera didn't play the first game. I don't believe he, he can't, at this point, play two baseball games in one day. He is cheap, and obviously the power has been subdued, but it's Hector Santiago. Uh, I think Abreu is the guy I want to get to. Uh, pretty solid price there against Verhagen. Uh, on the road as well. So, like, if things are going really well, he's got those five ABs on layaway. Otherwise, you know, and Carlos Santana against Serato. I'm not sure if you mentioned Santana or not. I think Cleveland is the biggest team total on the board. Uh, as of right now, six. Is it Boston? Yeah, six and, uh, six and change for Cleveland, six and change for Boston as well. Uh, the Yankees are right around six and change, too. Those are basically the three highest totals. And I guess that's part of it. I don't really love, like, sure, those teams can all score 15 runs. I just don't love it necessarily. Uh, let's talk about second keystone position. What do you have for me? So second, like people are going to play a bunch of Yankees. I'm not really into Torres. Um, I'm guessing he's going to be the chalk and I don't really want to play him. Uh, Wojnowski, in my opinion, is better. I already mentioned Muncie. Muncie's my favorite play at second, but I mean, can either play him at first or second. He, he's the guy that I really like. Not playing LeMayhew at second, who is going up against Wojnowski. I don't mind Kipnis going up against Girado. Uh He's like, we have to worry about the weather there, but he's a very good hitter still, even though his numbers don't seem to show it fully this season. But there's not really a whole lot of guys at second. I might just go all in on Muncie here and just deal with it. There's not really any other options. If you want to pay up for a low-owned guy, then Cattell Marte uh, going up against Trash Arietta uh, is not a bad move at all. 
Yeah, not sure how long Arietta's going to pitch. He's dealing with those, uh, what is it, the shin splint, shin, shin bones? Bone spurs. Shin spurs. I got there eventually. Bone spurs. <laughs> he's not going to pitch particularly deep, but maybe he gets three uh, three shots at Cattell Marte if he's not knocked out in front of him. Uh, I'm looking to probably save money here, like scoot scoot against Audubon Sanchez is super cheap. Those are against the lefty there. We don't know what we're going to get. Obviously, the ballpark is pretty terrible, but it's kind of baked into the price as well. Um who else did I have as my cheap second baseman? Oh, Diaz. I'm okay with Diaz picking on Wheeler, you know, just because he's super cheap and the position stinks. And then, you know, Peraza's super cheap, but he's facing Suarez, who's not been very good either. Uh, you know, not a great stick necessarily, but, you know, it just feels like a really weak position. You mentioned Kipnis. I just can't get there as far as the price. Um, that Cleveland lineup obviously is pretty stacked these days. Although the back ends look a little bit weaker. What's going on? Somebody's out in that Cleveland. Naquin and Lewecki, obviously, they had their B catcher, and Daquan usually doesn't play either. Who's missing? Oh, a Luplo got hurt yesterday, right? That's what happened. Yeah, it's not like they have, like, eight outfielders. <laughs> uh, Hera on, uh, on FanDuel is, like, you know, 3-2 or something like that. On, on DK or on fans draft, he's, like, one of the most expensive hitters, and I just cannot talk to that. Uh, but on FanDuel, he's a good price, so I like him. And also, mentioning FanDuel, uh, we talk about Ford. Ford's still super cheap over there. So he probably fits like your quote-unquote cash lineup uh, as well, playing at first base in the utility spot. Uh, by the way, if, I'm not sure if Big T is still listening, but did he hear you besmirch one DJ LeMahieu? Because if he did, he's going be, to be texting you again very angrily. I didn't say he was bad. I said I'm not using him today. I'm a big fan of Woj. That's enough to get Big T angry. That's it. <laughs> just, just, I, use, I use LeMahieu a lot, just not today. He's really, really pricey. Um, I want to pay it for all this good pitching, Dean. <laughs> the pitchers stink today um all uh, right third base what do you have for me third base there's a lot of value i uh, love chapman's price absolutely love chapman's price at 3.9k i mean you're you're worried about the wind blowing in uh over in wrigley but wind blowing in wrigley is basically the same as just playing in Oakland. so his numbers aren't really going to change that drastically he's batting second he's 3.9k he's a very good hitter uh, Justin Turner versus Mikolas. I'm just a really big fan of the Dodgers. I'll be using him more in stacks, but he's going to be very low owned. Um, sorry, I got a text. Machado going up against a lefty has absolutely been crushed. Who's texting? Crushing this year, huh? Who's texting you? About my my friends about my season long fantasy league. Oh, oh. baseball or, or football? <laughs> uh, football. I'm, I'm done with season long fantasy because the amount of time I spend oh. doing doing it i'm like it was great when like they switched over to rotisserie so the entire season counts yeah I'm like no i'll just know this prospect i'll pick him up and by the end of the season i'll have the best team just by picking up prospects that no one else knows and yeah then now when it counts the entire season long i just end up losing because i'll spend like four hours total during the year just yeah. money and you gotta maybe. prioritize your time and that that's just not worth it it's hard to justify yeah. it. And he just popped up in chat and said He's actually on Woj Bomb with yourself, and he's not, I guess, he's not on LeMayhew. So, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the LeMayhew homers, he's going to tweet out, oh, LeMayhew's the GOAT, the Cardi and Dean. Because he'll be homering off the trash Baltimore bullpen, Dean. <laughs> well, you're adding that little detail, which may or may not happen. But uh, he could lead off the game with a homer, and Big T will still take the victory lap. Yeah, that's fine. If he if Wojnowski gives up three homers to LeMahieu, only gives up three runs and strikes out ten, guess what? That's still a good game for a six point six K price tag, and he'll probably end up with 
How many points, Dean? 25. That's one guy. Ugh. What else do you have for a third base? Um, I, I mean, Machado, Chapman, Turner are mostly it for me. I mean, Bregman's price is a little bit too cheap. It's not an easy matchup, but Bregman is obviously better than a 4.4K player. Uh, Suarez, I don't really want to use him, but he's going up against a lefty. A good ballpark. He's 4.6K. He's not bad, but a lot of people are going to be on him, would be my guess. You can go with the Detroit guys or the White Sox guys, as always, just because they're so cheap. So Skull is very much in play. Uh, but really, like, Chapman's my guy. Machado, if I have a little bit more money, or Turner is a decent pivot. Chat says I'm both salty and rattled. Um, I just, I'm just confused more than anything. I don't understand how the collective believes this is a good pitching sleep. But, hey, what do I know? If a lot of other people generally believe it and you don't, that generally means you're wrong. Have you seen 12 Angry Men? I mean... It's a really old movie. You're probably not aware of it, but that kind of... Oh, I thought you were talking about in general in public. I mean... You probably have, yes. I've seen it at a bar where 12 men are trying to hit on one woman and she yeah. leaves and then they're all angry. Play The Bachelor, the home version. Uh, and you've been to DFS Live Final, so you've probably seen uh, 12 Angry Men there live in person as well. You mentioned Bregman's yes. team. So is Arenado. Like, I don't really want to pick on Granky, but it, it's an interesting leverage play because Granky's going to be super popular and... Of course, it's not a lefty, and of course, it's not Coors, but Arenado's still a really skilled baseball player, and you're getting a Well, if you talk to Derek Carty, you don't believe in lefty mashers. Well, I believe in splits. <laughs> you don't believe that anyone has that drastic of a splits. Apparently, according to Carty, no one should really have more than a 30-point Woba advantage going versus a lefty compared to a righty. Well, why, why are you bringing uh, – uh, this is not something I necessarily believe. Why are you assuming that – Well, I don't know what you believe. You believe that pitching's bad on the slate, so you is. can have any number of – That I feel very confident in. <clears throat> but this Cardi take, I mean, I'm, I'm not just a Cardi puppet. Uh, I, I uh, you know, I, I respect Cardi, but I don't know if that's necessarily true, and I don't know if you're quoting the right numbers. But uh, I think splits are real. That's your I believe that I believe I am quoting the right numbers. <laughs> I do believe splits are real. Uh, some some guys are more drastic than others, and they kind of even out over time. And that's probably Cardi's point. But uh, of, of course, lefties are most almost definitely going to hit better against righties than reverse lefties. Jump to the shortstops. Uh, Machado again, uh, obviously four point four K mashes lefties. Didi's not a bad play, but again, I'm not playing guys versus Woj. Um, so him and Torres are like I'll play Didi over on Yahoo, but that's pretty much it. Lindor is expensive, but he's very good. If we don't have to worry about the rain, he's there. We already mentioned Bregman. Um, outside of them, like Tatis is my guy. I love Tatis. No one ever plays him. Apparently, we have him pegged. Speaking for of Cardi. Huh? Speaking of Cardi. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's only projected to be a below average player in the majors. Really <laughs> true. Uh, but Tatis is going to mash one out here today. Absolutely love him. He's one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. And Polanco going up against Fulte at 4.6K is a little bit too cheap. Polanco mashes righties. When they're switch hitters, does the platoon split still work? So they never face the opposite or the same hand in this team? Well, some guys hit better from the left side as opposed to the right side. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, you're saying this, like, facetiously, but I know you understand that there's certain players. Yes, I entirely understand. I don't entirely <laughs> believe things, but... There are, there are aberrations in baseball based on behavioral psychology and the brain's cognitive ability to recognize something as different in, the, in, its, in an instant. I, I did you know I did not expect Deep Brain to get a shout out in this show. So good good for Deep Brain. <laughs> good for them. Uh, Deep Brain. Yeah. Well, is that not what you said? I don't know what I said. I black out sometimes. 
Fulton Emich is back in our lives, by the way. He's, I think Minnesota is a really interesting tournament team. What do we do with Fulton? He's actually was pretty good in the minors, but like he's had some disaster starts too. And a lot of times it's based upon his velocity too. And this Minnesota you team. And you stack against him. I think in Minnesota is kind of an interesting stack. Uh, probably not a one-off. They're expensive too. Interesting. They have a 5.8 implied team total. Of course they're interesting. What should my adjective be? <laughs> of, they're appealing. Right. The, tri- the tricky part is, is they're expensive, but you know, and then you got to try to make it work. Uh, well, James, some- all the pitchers at the top apparently suck. According to you, just punt with pitcher. <laughs> You're not listening to any words I'm saying on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to 30% of the stuff you've said, sir. And most of it's just nonsense. That's enough. 30%. That's like a, that's about the average give or take. Any other takes as far as shortstops you want to jump to the outfield where, again, to me, the outfield's fairly unspectacular. Everybody's playing, and the outfield's just sort of meh. I mean, Judge is in a good spot. He's one of the few guys that will play because the price is right there. Going up against Woj, who gets, still gives up a decent amount of hard contact. Um, Senzel's price isn't too bad. Aquino's price isn't too bad. Like, most of Cincinnati is a bit underpriced, and they're in a decent spot here. So anytime you can get guys with power at low price tags, like, Nick Castellanos, who's my favorite player on the day here. JD going up against Eunice and then a terrible Kansas City bullpen is a pretty good call here. You can go with some of the Cleveland guys. Did Reyes make the lineup? I think Reyes made the lineup. Yeah. yeah. Reyes or Puig are both good options. Today, uh, Trout is Mike Trout. It's just that simple. Jock Jams, I already mentioned him at first base, but I absolutely love Jock Jams today. Over on Yahoo, he's only nine bucks, was ridiculous. Bellinger, another Dodger that should hit a home run here today, has a ton of power, one of the best players in the league, and is probably not going to draw that much ownership today. So really like him for a bomb. The entire Minnesota outfield is in play. Um, you can play Cattell Marte in the outfield at really low ownership. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Those are my guess. Not sure. Did you mention the Boston dudes? Uh, Betts and J.D. Martinez is back. Of course, he got scratched yesterday. But- I mentioned J.D. I didn't mention Betts. Uh, J.D.'s price is better, but you can use either of them. I mean, basically, when one's in play, the other's in play. Hey, I'm going to jump on the lineup HQ, do a little screen share. Grant, can you, can you join me? I can. I'm already on lineup HQ. Well, then you should be able to, to pull up the pitchers, right? And, you know, a lot of times we pull up the K prop for pitchers and we see this guy's got a 9K prop. This guy's got an 8.5K prop. This guy's got an 8, a 7.5, a, a 7. Well, the highest K prop on the slate, the slate of amazing pitchers, is six and a half. And just two guys have a K prop of six and a half. That's yeah, amazing. It's not like one of them has minus 162 juice on the over, meaning that it should realistically be 7.5. Well, if it was 7.5, the juice would be on the under. You know how that works. Hmm? If it, they can't get the 7.5 because then the juice would be on the under. It depends. It depends I mean, what the juice wouldn't be heavy on the under. It basically would be the same as any other prop here. Like, look at a lot of these props. The juice is really heavy on the over on most of these. Zach Greinke, 141 on the over. Clayton Kershaw, 120 on the over. Jacob so Judas, the argument is on the over. A lot of these uh, is, is, like, de- deceptive because the, the juice is on the over. Because six and a half is just a huge number. I mean, seven and a half would be a huge number. I, I get that sale is not on the slate. I get that a lot of guys aren't on the slate. But Greinke, we want to play because of the run prevention. And he has high juice on the over on his prop. If a guy goes seven innings into the game, eight innings into the game, and only gets 5.5 or 5 to 6 Ks, he can still put up 25 points to you. 
just so you know. Uh, I don't think Kershaw's had many strikeouts recently, and he's still been putting up very good numbers, if you are unaware. If you are unaware of how scoring in baseball works. <laughs> I am aware. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Ks are king, and not a lot of guys are projected to strike, strike out a bunch of dudes, which, again, yeah, beating, we're, we're beating Secretariat now, but uh, you kind of get my point. Uh, all right, yeah, Wheeler's projected for 6.5 as far as his prop. Kershaw at 6.5. So that means you like the over in all these props, right? You like to take the over in everybody? I mean, if you gave me the choice of zero juice to take the over on Wheeler, Kershaw, Grinky, I'd take the over on all three. I like the over on Disco at five and a half. I'm in on that. Yeah, you know who else likes it? Vegas at minus 134 odds. I'll lay it. I'll lay the juice. I'm fine with that. He's going to get at least six. That's good. We're, we're, we're fine with that. Uh, yeah, at 8.3K, you would happily take six Ks. I mean, and I hope you know that if he gets 10 Ks, that's still the same win as getting six Ks. Yeah. Oh, I, you can't I'm actually gambling to you because you clearly don't understand. You can't catch the ticket twice? <laughs> Is that not how that works? Look, he had 11 Ks. The over-under was 5.5. I win twice. Give me a bold stand. Give me a call as far as somebody that's going to be either over or under as far as these props. Uh, over-under as far as these props? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Marquez is going to end up with seven strikeouts. Okay. That's because the juice is actually on the under there. We have uh, questions loading up in chat. We're going to have a uh, crunch time in about seven or eight minutes or so before you step aside. Uh, we want to knock out as many questions as possible. What else do we have as far as the hit? Oh, let's see what the core plays. Look, who does Cheese like? Oh, Cheese likes the Zacks. How about that? There you go. Uh, oh, really? He likes the obvious plays that are probably going to do well? That makes sense. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to... <laughs> I would never insult Cheese. Cheese knows way more than I do. I just said it in a sarcastic voice to make fun of you. I know. Um, oh, look who he likes, Castellanos. Oh, well, he likes the chalky, cheap outfielder. Shocker. He's only projected for 10%. <laughs> I'll take the over on 10%. The projections are always in flux. you got to understand, Jimino's in chat. He's working on these things. He's multitasking for sure. Uh, let's see if I don't can... understand how many times you can say in flux during one show. I, well, I have a, a beer bet with somebody. I, I did separate beer bets. and like, yeah, I need one more. I got to work at it one more time. Uh, just the word flux works. Like if I can make a back to the future, like flux capacitor, there you go. Smash the over, pay paper. Uh, anything interesting as far as the hitter ownership projections as of right now? Well, I mean, I think that all of New York's are too low. And I think that people should not be playing them. All, wait, both, wait, you're saying the Yankees and the Mets? No, just the Yankees. Pete Alonso's going to hit two bombs. I like him, too. I like Alonso. I didn't mean to neglect him. But uh, Yamamoto, I'm not sure if you've heard us in the show before, but he's a fraud. He's fraudulent. Well, you know. Well, I mean, I, he's, I'm sure he, like, he, he's a night, he doesn't like steal good. He's a fraud. Is like a good pitcher. Uh, whatever. Let's move on. Let's talk. Hey, you know, there's a bunch, of, a bunch of questions loading up in chat, but as they're loading up, let's ask you this. Give me your favorite stacks tonight. Name three guys that are going to bang out, bang out homers. What's named the polar bear, Pete Alonso? Oh, gosh, that makes it tough. I'm going Dodgers with Jock Jams and Bellinger both hitting a bomb, along with Nick Castellanos. All right. Uh, did you give me stacks? Uh, Dodgers. Dodgers are my stack. Name another stack. If you want more stacks, um, mini stack of the Padres with Tatis, Renfro, and Machado. And stack up the Brewers, throw some lefties in there. Peralt's not very good. He has been good versus lefties, but the lefties are going to come in at low ownership. No yellow it's in that lineup for what it's worth. Oh, uh, gosh, I didn't even see that. Did that come out during the show? Well, that well, isn't. You're just, you're just slacking. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, CEO of Team Girth, Daniel Vogelbach. How do you feel about him tonight? 
4.2K, love them. Uh, pick one of these two. Wait, hold on. Chapman and Alvarez pairing? I'm not really sure what this question. It just says Chapman and Alvarez pairing. Is that Jordan Alvarez? Are we okay? Are you okay playing Chapman and Alvarez? I don't understand this question. Yes, I'm okay playing both of them. Yeah, I mean, Alvarez is a tournament play, but, you know, sure, you can play him in tournaments. Uh, favorite Reds for FanDuel cash? Uh, favorite Red? I haven't looked at FanDuel much. Uh, I can answer that question. Let me pull this up. Uh, well, I can Senzel, also answer that question if I pull it up. Well, Aquino is really cheap over there in FanDuel. He's like 2.3K. Uh, Irvin's cheap in the outfield, too. I'm not sure if you're going to need that necessarily, but I think it's Aenio Suarez, Nick Senzel, and Aquino are the three best Reds today. Your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. We agree. It only took 56 minutes. We agreed on something. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you were talking about cash, because apparently you're a cash game player. <laughs> As am I. That wasn't sarcasm. Don't label me. Don't put me in a box. Um, all right, best way to stack A's and Cubs. Um, Castellanos, Chapman are the two requirements in there. Simeon's not a bad bet. Olsen's not a bad bet because it's lefty-lefty, and he's actually hit lefties pretty well this year. Canha, um, Bryant, Bias. I mean, just go for the home run, guys. People aren't going to pick them too much regardless, so you don't have to worry about ownership because of the wind blowing in. To continue on that thought, yeah, and shout out to Ross Weatheredge yesterday. When there was like seven home runs that game yesterday, it was popping. It's popping the other direction. Not to the same degree, but like you said, the wind is blowing in. It still is a nine and a half total. They also want to know, to kind of further that thought as far as the A's and the Cubbies, uh, do they include Rizzo or uh, Rizzo and Olsen in an, a, in an A stack? Um, I mean, Rizzo for the Cubs, Olsen for the A's. You who would I rather have in? I'd rather have Olsen. And is Almora a better one-off than Peterson? Ugh. Almora is terrible. Peterson went to Peterson. I guess they're playing Jock as like a, another, a one-off. Oh, Jock James. No, Jock James is better. Uh, thoughts on stacking Mets, Dodgers, and Minnesota games. Weather is way hot in those games. Yeah, we talked about Minnesota as an interesting stack. You don't really know what you're getting. It's, way hot. it's only like 77 degrees here. I'm just – I'm Ron Burgundy, man. I'm just reading questions. What do you want from me? Well, you should have, know exactly how hot it is. I know how hot it is because Dodger Stadium is three miles that way. <laughs> Humble brag. Uh, it's 83, apparently, in Minnesota. What was the other one, the other city they actually referenced? The Mets. Is it hot in New York? It's Oh, it's 80 degrees. I mean, that's the other part of today's slate. It's like there's not great temperatures. There's not great ballparks. I'll stop for my lower man, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't get this reference, but this can you tell us about that stack you used on April 21st, 2016? I don't I don't get that reference. I don't know what that means, but it's probably first of 2016. 2016 was two years ago. I think I think so, I used I think I used Boston. Three years. You're an, you were a former accountant, correct? Two years ago was 2016? I'm no longer an accountant. Plus, when you're actually doing tax returns, you forget which year it is because you're always putting down 2018 when it's 2019. Happened to me all the time. I forgot what year it was. Uh, the, ch the chat's really turned on me today. It's unfortunate. Uh, let's let's see. <laughs> now there's D Train. Just he's just making reference to Back to the Future now. Just to screw with me. Uh, how many Tigers is too much? I mean, honestly, they're going to be chalky. So are they? I, I think they will. They're too cheap, and people have no desire to pay for cheap pitching today. So Tigers or White Sox allow you to get Grinky and Wheeler or Grinky and Kershaw or Kershaw and Berrios or any of those guys together. So I honestly don't really want to use too many of them. I mean, anyone with power is fine in that game, but you don't want to really round out too many guys without power. Okay, who's the guy with power? 
Dixon, Abreu, Jimenez, Skull, McCann. Well, I was thinking of the Detroit side, but yeah. Um, no, yeah. yeah, sorry, I, I just freed what's in front of me. <laughs> That's what was in front of you. <laughs> yes, the screen with the lineups page is in front of me. I think uh, Cabrera is going to be popular, um, but yeah, not, and, and maybe maybe the catcher Hicks just because he's cheap too. Uh, is the Tampa Bay stack uh, sneaky? I'm not really on that. It's whatever. I mean, is it sneaky in the fact that it's going to be low owned? Yes, and they are decent hitters. And Thornton does give up a lot of hard contact, and they do have a five implied total. Do I want to use them? I mean, I like Aguilar. Darren knows tough to pay for. It depends on your site. Uh, over on FanDuel, I think you can get him in at moderate price tags if you don't include Meadows. But I'm not really a huge fan of him today outside of Aguilar. Wilson Ramos or Mike Ford? Like, how is that like? like that's got to be Mike Ford. Wilson Ramos. Come on. Seriously? You're just being a jerk now. <laughs> I'm being a jerk. <laughs> you're just trying to be combative. That's I my mean, move. One is going to be one-fourth his own. Um, is going up against the worst pitcher. Okay. If you want to add the qualifier of like, you know, yeah, if you want to factor in ownership, it's a different conversation. Like, and who really knows what they're asking? But yes, I, I agree that Ford will have much greater ownership, but it's probably a FanDuel-specific question. It's a FanDuel specific because he's 2.3 and the other one's 2.5, but Ramos is going to be 1% owned. So I'm assuming he's talking about tournaments because they wouldn't use, they probably wouldn't use Ramos in cash. We got one more for the room before you step aside and get out of here. We got Machado and Gardner versus Chapman and Judge. Chapman Judge. Grant, it's been fun. I, I know it probably looked like we were arguing and like mad the whole time. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope you did as well. I don't think we've ever really been angry at each other. I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry, not now. I'm good. Uh, I enjoyed it. And it makes probably for more interesting viewing, potentially. The, the people will tell us. Uh, give, give us a final thought. Uh, final thought. And strong. Tell us uh, you know, something that we haven't really reiterated so much. Jason Anderson gets 25 points. He's Grant. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. We're out of here. Holler!